Welcome back, everyone. It is episode 138 of Thirst and Goal. I am Franny. Across the table with me is Ben, and we are a show about NFL football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer review. Subscribe, and you'll get everything you need to know about the NFL and become a whiskey and beer expert like us. Subscribe at our website, thirstandgoal.buzzsprout.com. Ben, you have your Steelers sweater on. It is unseasonably cool I like for it. California I like this, it. Time of week, this time of year. Yeah, for sure. Last week and, well, the, the prior weeks before that, it was probably like 80, almost 90 degrees yeah. once we came on the podcast. Like Tonight, sweating. it's under 70, yeah. Ben. I'm still wearing shorts, but I mean, I have my sweater on. And uh, this is this is this doesn't feel like California. I know, but I'm, it's going to get you ready for these coasts, though. Yeah, yeah, we'll be off the air for a couple weeks, uh, or at least one week. Uh, I'm taking a little bit of a trip. I uh, yes. need to need, need to see some family I haven't seen in a long time, uh, and that is finally something that can be done. And you know, getting on a plane and all of that good stuff is without problem these days. I am told. Uh, but episode one thirty eight, Franny. You know, speaking of overs or unders. Uh, that might be the over/under on the Eagles' total points scored this season. It might be 138 out of, in 17 games. Yeah, maybe they can score more points than that. What do you think? Ah, uh, you know what? That was very disappointing. I mean, I know it's only this uh, preseason for the Eagles, and I'm sure we might talk about some of the games um, later in the podcast. But you know, to see them score zero points in a preseason game—that's still embarrassing. These are still NFL players, are they? Some of them. Our NFL <laughs> caliber players. I mean, God forbid anything happens to our starters or even our second stringers. And the Eagles have dealt with so many injuries the last few years. If anything happens to those guys, it's not going to be a very pretty season for the Eagles. I mean, I was embarrassed. I know it's only preseason, but still, yeah, I hate the f- exactly. people on Instagram that say, oh, it's only preseason. It's only preseason. Well, it is only preseason. It's zero points. I, I mean, the Bucks care. got crushed tonight. I know, but, that, but you know what they're capable of. They, they won the Super Bowl. Uh, yeah, the that's Eagles true. didn't. So did the, the Eagles. Super Bowl. It's been quite a few years now, but I mean, last year, year before that, not a very good team, and now you see this. <laughs> uh, All right, Friday. But Pittsburgh, Ben. Yeah, exactly. We'll talk good. about a little bit yeah. of the preseason when we get going. Yeah, uh, Friday. How was your week? It was good, Ben. It was week. good. I was, your I was, short week. It was a short week. Your I was short. Still... Your S A W. Your short ass week. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, you know, my vacation, my short little staycation, actually started uh, last week. Uh, I had a Thursday and Friday off of last week, and then it rolled over into this following week. And I was off Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, so I just worked Thursday, Friday. Although, when you first go back to work, the days seem long. Oh, and for they, sure. They did drag for Thursday and Friday, but here we are. It's the weekend once again, Ben. What about you? Oh, absolutely. It feels good. Uh, good week, and it feels good to finally take some time off. First time off since last March. Yeah, right. Uh, so <laughs> the first time off that I've really had of any substance since last March. So I'm just happy to not be, ha- you know, not have to think about work at least for a week. I'm sure I'll think about it in the I'm second sure week. You still will. Probably regardless. still will. I'll probably still wake up tomorrow morning in a cold sweat <laughs> thinking about work. Friday, what are you drinking over there? Uh, tonight, Ben, I am continuing to drink the Rough Rider Bull Moose rye whiskey with a little bit of club soda, a little bit of uh, Coke as well. Actually, I think I polished off that bottle or that can of Coke right there. Um, but it is, it's a good mixer. It's a good, it wasn't one of our favorite ryes, but as a mixer, it, it tastes good. What about I you? I like it. Yes, I am going to finish off this bottle of Forge Gin. 
London Dry Gin. This one is a product of the UK. This is a beautiful summer gin. Maybe a little too chilly tonight for this particular gin, actually. Uh, but it's clean. It's crisp. It doesn't have a lot of uh, added botanicals. It's just a straight forward London dry gin and it mixes great with a little tonic, little rosemary and a little lime. Uh, but it's a great summer evening gin or even a summer daytime gin. Uh, Fronic, what are we going to talk about tonight? Tonight, Ben, on the big board, we have our NFL news as usual. We also have a shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. We have Ben's feel good story. I think this might be the last, last Ben's feel good story last one. for quite some time, at least until Late February, Till the probably. Eagles and Steelers are 0-5, and, and then we'll bring <laughs> it back. I can see the Eagles going 0-5, but I can definitely not see the Steelers going 0-5. Maybe 5-0, and 0, Ben. Uh, and if they do, we continue to bring these spicy shots to the show. Come on, but we Big also ben. have our tag stat of the week, our Thirsty Goal stat of the week. We also have our shot of the night. It's another spicy one, another Steelers victory, even though it's the preseason. Even in the preseason. We still count those as wins, and uh, tonight we have Big Ben's spicy cucumber shot. Ben, you came up with that way too easily. <laughs> I think you're waiting for that one. And we also have our beverage of the week. We have the Dalmore 12, Ben. The sherry cask. And it is the sherry cask select, and uh, it is something that we sipped on last week. The bottle has been open now, so I mean, we, we kind of know what flavors are there, but sometimes when you let a whiskey or a scotch breathe, you know, the flavors that come through are a little bit different, so can't wait to try that again. And we also have our beverage of the night. Uh, we have an IPA, but it is a sour IPA, Ben, so we love our sour beers. We love IPAs. This is our first sour IPA, and it it's is epic, from- brah. Epic, bro. Epic. Brewing, bro. Is this San Diego? <laughs> bro, oh, no, it's Denver. It's Denver, Colorado. Denver. Okay, so from Colorado, they make some good beers. Can't wait to try that. And we also have our housekeeper to finish up the show. All right, Franny, what's first up on the big board? First up, Ben, NFL News. Oh, uh, we'll get to the NFL News, but I did, or we did, I should say, want to start out by talking a little bit. Oh, We're almost at the end of the preseason here. Uh, Franny wanted to talk a little bit about his Eagles taking a on bit the Patriots, and we could talk about a, a few of the games that happened today because you had a little bit more uh, action from the mm -hmm. starters in the games this weekend. Mm -hmm. uh, but Friday, thirty-five to nothing. Yeah, shut out. I know. By I know the it's... New England Patriots. What say you? I mean, a lot of people will tell me to shut up because it's only preseason. But well, I might be one of those. But people. thirty-five to nothing. Still, it's the goose egg that bothers you. I, it, thirty-five what, 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 to three would be all right. What, you, what, you, you can live with that. I could live with that. But what really bothered <laughs> me is how unprepared. The third string really looked. No, the because, defense looked great. You know, Flacco didn't look that great, which is expected. I mean, you know, Flacco is is he he's had a good career in the NFL, um, but you know, Looking he, at his he, AARP he looked, card, he looked like he did last year in this game, which you know, I don't have any gripes over. It's Flacco. If anything, he's our backup. I want to see Jalen Hurts play. He was he had some sort of an illness supposedly, um, but the way the team played, how unprepared they looked, that's what really pisses me off because these guys still practice. They're on the field, and they're practicing. And it didn't look like there was any sort of practice. It looked like they were just out there for the first time suiting up in these green jerseys. And when you have that jersey on, show some fucking pride. I don't care if you're the third string, fourth string, if you're just coming from the parking lot and they chose you. are like, hey, guy, you want to play for us? If you put on that jersey, show some pride. 35 nothing is disgusting. Yeah, you still might make the playoffs. Come on now. You got to no, give it. You no, got to give it. Know. You got to. It's just the preseason. But anyways, though. Anyways, though, Ben. I mean, playoffs? as bad as they looked. You kidding me? Playoffs? <laughs> As bad as they looked, 
before we came on the podcast tonight, we did watch some of the Pittsburgh. Well, but let's go through these stats a no, little bit. We, Joe we, Flacco, we... 10 for 17 for 83 yards yeah, and an interception. Great. Nick, Nick Mullins, fresh off his stint from San Francisco, 5 of 10 for 27 yards on five passes for 27 big yards, one touchdown or one interception, no touchdowns across the board, nothing on the ground. Uh, Miles Sanders with 13 yards on two carries, and the rest of your hey, look <laughs> at our first round pick from last year, Jalen Rager with one reception. Yeah, Devonte Smith looked okay, two catches Actually, Devon, for 19 I mean, yards. Devonte Smith, he, I mean, he looks great against you know second stringers. So let's see what happens in the regular season. But it was just it was it was so boring and so disappointing to watch this game. I, I really don't want to talk too much about it. Yeah, but look at Mac Jones, 13 of 19 for 146. Cam Newton, 8 of 9 for 103 and a touchdown on the ground. And Brian, you know, Brian Hoyer's been around forever. Uh, but what do you think about the Mac Jones, Cam Newton competition? Bill Belichick yeah, I think essentially Jones. said that Cam Newton is going to be the starter what? in week one, which I think because the, guy, the guy's been in the league for like 12 years now and he still can't throw the ball. I don't understand that. I mean, I, th- I thought Mac Jones, I mean, he didn't look spectacular, but he looked just fine to me. I mean, if, if I am the coach of New England, and I'm sure I know way more than Bill Belichick because the of guy course, has course. had no success at all in this league. <laughs> Not last year he didn't. Um, but, you know, Mac Jones, I mean, you drafted this guy in the first round. I think they took him at 12 or 14. And we always talk about this. If you draft a guy that high, you might as well take him. And, and 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 roll with him and see what you have because we saw what Cam Newton did last year. Nothing spectacular. You might as well start uh you know, start with a, a new quarterback in New England and uh it might be the Mac Jones era from here on out. He might win yeah. six championships with them. I if it were me, I would start absolutely start Mac Jones. Mm-hmm. I saw Cam Newton playing that game. I know he had pretty good numbers, had a touchdown in the game. Mechanics still look bad, his arm motion still looks bad. You know, maybe he can, you know, buy Mac Jones a little bit of time to practice a little more, but I would ultimately go to Jones and let the chips fall where they may. Yeah. Because the one thing is for certain is you're not winning a Super Bowl with Cam Newton behind mm-hmm. center. No disrespect to Cam Newton, but, you know, those days are long since past for him. Uh, we also had, what do we have today, Friday? We had the Bills crushing the Bears and Mitchell. Yep. Don't call me Mitch Trubisky with a huge day. Yep. Uh, for the Bills, what do you think about? He wanted to show Mitchell, Chicago, yeah, uh, he, that they he, made a huge did, mistake, and he did. I from mean, forty-one to 15. moving on from him. But what surprised me in this game was the fans booing Andy Dalton, and this is his time. It's Andy Dalton, it's his time. He said, "This is my time." And Matt Nagy saying <laughs> that we we need to start Andy Dalton in the beginning of the season because we have to see him in game action, like as if no one has ever seen Andy Dalton in game action yeah. before. Ask yeah. the fans in Cincinnati. Ask the fans in Dallas. Well, uh, I mean, in Cincinnati, he did have. Cincinnati-like performance. Some good years with Cincinnati. You know, they did make the playoffs. He had some years. He never made it beyond the first round of the playoffs, but, you know, he was pretty decent over there. But like we just said, if you have a new quarterback, you move up to get him. At 14, I think they took Fields. Roll with Fields because Fields has looked pretty damn good, too. I mean, he did He did take his eye off the defense and get his yeah. bell rung pretty good in that game. Yeah. Uh, but I actually well, think... Bad offensive line work right there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, Steelers Blind have the side same. right there. Steelers have the same issue. But Dalton, 11 for 17 for 146. One touchdown and a pick in the game. You know, not terrible numbers. Uh, but I think if you're Chicago, what do you have to lose by throwing out you exactly. know, Justin Fields out there? The defense is really good. Going to be a lot of low-scoring games. Andy Dalton is not taking you to the promised land any more than Cam Newton is taking you to the promised land. 
why not get this guy the reps that he needs early mm-hmm. on in his career in games that aren't going to matter that much? Why not give him that opportunity? Mm-hmm. I think they should. I mean, Justin Fields is just a dual threat quarterback. I mean, Andy Andy Dalton is one dimensional at least. You know, with Justin Fields, you know, you can run some RPOs, and uh, he can run with the ball. He can throw the ball. Looks like his arm is pretty good. I mean, I would just roll with Fields and see where yeah. things go. I mean, it's nuts you know? not to. I mean, especially you know, you let. Mitchell Trubisky go, you're not going to get much better or worse with Andy Dalton than you would have gotten with Mitchell Trubisky other than that the, the you know, the the drama with him was so thick in that city that I think Trubisky had to go. Mm-hmm. We also have the Jets taking on your Aaron Rodgers, Green Bay Packers, uh, 23 to 14. But look at Zach Wilson, 9 of 11, 128 yards, two touchdowns. No interceptions. Very efficient. Mm-hmm. What say you about the New York he Jets? Good. I mean, Zach Wilson. Are they going to are they going to win the division this year? No, but Zach, yeah. <laughs> they gonna, might, they fun. might. Well, actually, Zach Wilson did look impressive. I mean, he looked really good out there. He looked like he was in command. And uh, I mean, just his movement in the pocket. I mean, that second touchdown he, that he threw, that little rollout to the tight end. Looked nice. And pass, I mean, you know, the tight end did finish that play very well. But I mean, he looked like he was, He's he's been doing this for quite some time. Well, it is preseason, but still. It looked impressive. Well, you can't have it both ways. <laughs> and it was early in the game, so there there was still some the starters. Eagles preseason ca- it counts, but the Jets preseason doesn't count. Yeah, but they made it count. They won. Yeah, that's true. That's true. We got nothing. Yeah, what do you think, though, Ben, about Zach Wilson? I like him. I like him. I mean, he's still the Jets, so we'll see. Um, you know, they do have some beasts up there in the offensive line to help protect him, so hopefully, hopefully he'll get the time that he needs back there. Hey, you know who looked okay, too? And you talked about him. Boucher. Was it Boucher? For Kansas City? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. He actually got some reps, too. Shane Bouchel. Shane Bouchel, Bouchel, yeah. I'm I'm telling you, he's going to be a starter in this league. And if we don't get a 1,000 more listeners the week that he starts, I am going to be pissed because I'm going to be screaming from the mountain. He's not going to start for Kansas City unless something crazy happens. Is Chad Henney still there? But Who's their backup? He actually also looked very good. Andy Reid doesn't know anything about quarterbacks. I mean, he looked good in preseason. In the regular season, I'm not sure how he would look, but he looked like a solid quarterback under center. Yeah, I mean, I actually I like Shane Bichelle. I like to. I couldn't. I can't believe he went undrafted. Let's actually look. Uh, where's the Chiefs? Let me look at his numbers. I actually didn't watch much of this game, but I did see Bichelle's highlights. Yeah, look at yeah, shit. nine of eleven, 115 yards, a yeah. touchdown, and a pick. Mm-hmm. And he I, made some smart decisions. I mean, he did throw a pick, but he made some smart passes out there. And um, I was I was impressed from what I saw. I mean, from from and and you called it, Ben. You called it I'm the right from the beginning. And nobody even are. drafted the guy. Yeah. Yeah, and he could have ended up with the with Steelers. The but we have future Hall of Famer Dwayne Haskins instead. I'll take it. But they definitely could have dumped Mason I, I highly Mason that. Rudolph and picked up Shane Bichelle because he didn't even get drafted. I mean, these. I mean, uh, I mean, you saw Trey Lance's outing uh, didn't look particularly good. Trey Lance didn't look particularly good mm. uh, in his first game. Uh, when, well, his his first significant action. So we'll see what happens. There, uh, Falcons and the Dolphins, who cares? Uh, but we got the Ravens and the Panthers. You said Sam Darnold looked pretty good. I think he I mean, looked Sam pretty Darnold, good as well. He, he was barely out there, but, but you know, he looked, he looked solid. Good, he could move. You could tell when a quarterback just knows he has pocket awareness and, and, and knows where he should be, knows where the player should be. I mean, I, I think they should be okay. They're probably not going to make the playoffs, but I think that was a good move for them to bring him to Carolina because – you know, things sort of went south with the Jets like everybody else. You know, the Jets, uh, even with Zach Wilson, I'm a little nervous. Yeah, for sure. I can't remember where Trey is. Trey Lance is in San Francisco, mm-hmm. right? 
Uh, yeah, but we got the game of the week. Oh, well, the Buccaneers got crushed by the Titans. Nobody really cares because the Buccaneers didn't have any of their starters out there. And the Cowboys lost to the Texans, probably the last time the Cowboys will ever lose to the Texans. <laughs> lost to them today. Yeah. Uh, but the game of the week, the Pittsburgh Steelers finally get yes. big. Ben Roethlisberger, some that. game action. Look at that, Ben. 3-0. and oh. Undefeated. And oh. We're undefeated in the preseason. <laughs> But now, should, Ben, get off the field. Do they, I mean, the preseason games, they should make these count for, like, draft picks or something. I mean, they should make, like, if you go, like, if, if you have a good. You get, like, a comp- compensatory pick. You yeah, get, like, like, a fifth round or sixth round pick. Something late round, you know, just throw in an extra one right there. Just so, so they can not take reason. Shane Bichelle. Exactly. So, so there's a reason for these guys to actually start. I mean, you know, obviously, every coach is going to make different decisions on, on you know, their personnel and who they actually want in there. But if they actually made these games count, it'd be much more interesting to watch in the preseason. Oh, for sure. Absolutely. But big Ben Roethlisberger in the game, eight of 10 for 137 Spry. yards. One, one of which a nice bomb where he was running around in the pocket back there. And I launched a 40. It, oh, no, yeah, Deontay Johnson. Deontay Johnson, a 40 some yard pass. In the bread basket? Down or the apple, field. Ba- apple, apple It was a, bread a little too much air under that one. The defender almost got there. Uh, he almost, but not, he didn't <laughs> but get there, though. He didn't get there. Uh, but Roethlisberger looked like he was spry. He wanted oh, to get yeah. in the game last week. He says he wants to show off his newly found athleticism, actually working out in the offseason, actually conditioning himself in the offseason, and he looked good. He's got that new Two touchdowns to Pat. Workout regimen. The BR7. Oh, yeah, the BR7. <laughs> yeah. Donuts, hamburgers, <laughs> and beer. And beer, and then working out. And, and I think it works. Bush light. And it's bush the- light. <laughs> A little hunting on the side. Uh, but he looked really, 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 really good. Look lively. Yeah. His arm yeah. looked lively. His looked legs good. looked good. And I don't know why they like you but look Pat, at Fryermuth, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean Fryermuth looked really good as well. I mean, he said he never going to drop a red zone you know, pass. Ebron, Fryermuth, and who's the last tight end? That Zach you got? Gentry. Zach. I mean, but I mean, Zach Gentry. I'm not sure how much he's going to see the field, but Fryermuth and Ebron. I mean, to have those two guys out there. I mean, that's something the Steelers haven't had in a long and time. And Najee Harris two catching solid, yeah. And, and Najee Harris, who was a wide receiver at one point in you know his, his college career, even high school career, I mean, so he can catch the ball out of the backfield. And he did. And he did, and he does. And, I mean, the Steelers, I'm not sure why everybody thinks that Baltimore and, and the Browns are going to run away with this division. I mean, the the Steelers look like a pretty solid fucking team. I mean, team. the defense played pretty well. I mean, it did show. I mean, it was Detroit. It was, you know, we didn't have uh, Jared Goff out there. We had, uh, what's his name? Blue. That'd out be- there, who actually look actually I like as a backup. I actually think he's got a pretty good skill set for a backup. Uh, but I, I don't know why anybody thinks that the Steelers don't have an opportunity to win this division with Baltimore, with you know, with uh, Cleveland. Obviously, Cleveland's got a good team. They've got, they're well coached. They've got deep. a great young team. They got a deep running game. They got good receivers. But I say it's Pittsburgh, Cleveland, Baltimore. Cincinnati in that division. I bet, I bet big on the over Steelers over under 8.5. That is a crazy yeah. low under. Ben Roethlisberger is still a quarterback. He is still a Hall of Famer. He is still a guy that's never, you know, finished a season under 500 in his entire career, mm-hmm. uh, at least where he started the the, the the bulk of the season, except for that's uh, wherever he broke his, I can't remember what he broke his wrist or whatever it was that, a couple years ago. Yeah, it's like shoulder yeah. or arm. Something was wrong with his arm. Never finished below 500. Too many donuts. Uh, but look at Najee Harris. Four for uh, four carries for 10 yards, 2.5. Didn't look great on the ground because the offensive line 
Yeah, the offensive line's going to take a little bit of time to, he, to he gel. Got, a couple negative runs there. He got stuffed. Uh, Nobody could have got through many, that. Yeah, exactly. As a matter of, you know, I mean, you could be the best running back in the league, but if your offensive line cannot stand up, then you're not going anywhere. But, but catching I mean, the ball in the open the ball, field. In the open field, he looks, he looks good. Two catches for 53 yards, that one beautiful run down the sideline, mm-hmm. breaking people's ankles. I am high on this team. Fuck the Cleveland Browns, fuck oh, the Baltimore the, Ravens. Oh, this early shot, and early I can't, shot. I can't say anything bad about the Cincinnati Bengals because they're Cincinnati and Joe Burrow I like, but Cleveland, after they beat us in the playoffs last year, my warm sentiments towards Cleveland are gone. My warm sentiments against you know towards Baltimore have always been gone. Uh, but I, There's but never I, been any, but I, it's been very cold. But I do like John Harbaugh a lot. Uh, but I'm, I, I cannot believe, Franny, that people have this team yeah. at eight. Point yeah. five over under, and I was I was watching the NFL Network. Uh, I don't know a few nights ago, and then and and they were they were making their picks for the AFC North, and everybody chose the Steelers at number three. Like they're barely at better, three, though. Like they're barely I better. Get Cleveland, I do get Cleveland. Yeah. No, Cleveland. I mean, look, Cleveland is a good team. Baltimore is a good. Well, what's team. the love for Baltimore? I mean, but can Pittsburgh, someone explain to me why they think Baltimore is going to be better than? Like, I understand why Cleveland will be better. I mean. Ben Roethlisberger doesn't look like he's falling off of a cliff. It's like, I mean, it's like calling the Green Bay Packers over under nine. Yeah, a couple of years ago when Drew Brees was showing his age, I mean, he really showed uh, his age. Roethlisberger hasn't uh, shown his age yet. Uh, Roethlisberger looks like the same guy like he was when he was 27 better. years old. He was never able to run around in the pocket. You know, he he has his little matador moves, that, you know, to get away from from the defenders. He's never been that spry. You know, be, but what he can do with his legs is pretty impressive for his size still. Yeah. But he he didn't show any signs of slowing down last season so. or the season before that. In the preseason today, he looked pretty good. I mean, Lamar Jackson didn't look that good in the in the in the few throws that he had today. Um, so I, I don't know why people are so, so. And there was a couple of guys on NFL Network that said, "You know what? They're going to finish number three. three." You know, they they, they both chose. Really? Yeah, they, they chose two, Cleveland, Baltimore. Uh, Steelers and then you know Cincinnati, which is obvious. I mean, I expect Cincinnati to live, finish in last place. And the other guy, he chose it. He just and reversed. Why, yeah. He reversed. You know, number one and number two, where he had Baltimore at number one, Browns at number two. I still think the Browns are a better team than Baltimore, but I think the Steelers have a pretty good battle against right. Both those and watch teams. it. Watch it be Cincinnati Steelers, yeah. <laughs> Cleveland. Well, there has to be Baltimore. some serious injuries in that case. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Lamar Jackson would have to get injured. You know, <laughs> Roethlisberger would have to get injured, and um, but that's his well, I mean, team. You know, with with, uh, with what's his face and uh, with with the Browns, uh, 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 Baker Mayfield. Baker Mayfield. I mean, it doesn't really matter if he's healthy or not. I mean, it depends on, if if the defense. If you have defensive injuries on that team, then that's a bigger yeah. blow to them. But they got a lot. They got a lot of talent on that team on Cincinnati. They do. And they, if well, Joe Burrow is somehow you know able to put together like a you know a year three season in year two, yeah. Uh, they could they could potentially finish right behind the Steelers in second place yeah. or third place. But Ben, we're taking a punishment shot early in the show. Well, it's twenty two minutes in, but, but it was, it's so nice to see yeah. not just chucking the ball, getting the ball out in the flat, spreading the field, Matt getting Canada. the tight ends involved. Matt Canada RPO, you know, getting actual actual play action back into the game rather than just drop mm-hmm. and throw, drop and throw, drop and throw, drop and throw. I, I'm excited. Yeah, Matt Canada. What do you think so far? Love him. Yeah. Love him. I mean, because he sticks to the game plan. You know, mm-hmm. he sticks to the game plan. I don't think he's going to get away from running the ball, hitting the you know, hitting the the running backs out there in the middle of the field, keeping the tight ends involved, getting the edges involved, mm-hmm. getting it to Juju, you know, on possession downs. He, I think he's going to continue to stick with the game plan and not just get in that mode, you know, with uh Randy Feekner and and uh 
Todd Haley, where it's just you give up and you just throw, 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 mm-hmm. throw, throw. Nobody in the backfield, and you just like they did all last year. Yeah. It's not sustainable. You can't win a Super Bowl that way. You can win twelve games. What I like, you seeing, win eleven in a row. But. Yeah. What I like seeing though is is there was receivers that were out there that were wide open, wide open, wide open. That's what you love to see when you can get those guys space. You know, to 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 make these. I mean, Ebr- I mean, there was this one play where Ebron, he was wide open. Yeah. Well, there's I mean, so and, many and Mason, out there. Ru- Mason Rudolph hit him. Yeah. I mean, he, Mason Rudolph. If Mason Rudolph can connect, you know you're wide open. <laughs> exactly. I'm sure he's going to drop the ball. He caught it. But, I mean, it was, it, I mean, there was a, even Juju Smith-Schuster, a couple of times he was yeah. wide fucking open. So when, when you can have these plays where the wide receivers are running wide open, that's something that Steelers didn't have last year because that's all they relied on was the running game, was the passing game. There was no running threat at all. Now there's a running threat. Some of the receivers are completely wide yeah. open. I mean, obviously, this is preseason. But, but I like what I see. And I'm I, expecting I, the same thing to happen. And I even like what I see with Haskins. I mean, I know I want him to get some first-team reps. Mm-hmm. But, again, Tomlin's sticking to the game plan. They gave him everything on a silver platter in Washington, and it completely blew up in their face. Mm-hmm. They're still making—Pittsburgh's making him work his way back up the food chain. They're not—you know, because he had a couple good outings. Mm-hmm. They didn't just throw him in there with the first team—you know, first or second team. Uh, right behind Roethlisberger, they're sticking him in there with the scrubs at the end of the game, making him sort of work his way back. I think he's better than Rudolph by a long way, mm-hmm. but they're not getting too far out in front of themselves. They're continuing to make him work his way up, and I love that too. Yeah, and with Wayne Haskins, also another uh, impressive. I mean, it, it, with, I know the, this, this with is, the scrubs, this is just a small thing, but in uh, you know the smart move that he made, you know, I think it was the fourth quarter that he was in that he actually played. Um, you know, when, when he rolled out of the pocket and he saw that there was nothing available and he threw the ball away in the back of the end zone, you know, and you just kick a field goal, whatever it was on third down, but his arm strength. Oh, he's got I mean, the arm. he, I mean, he he's was like throwing, he was on his back foot and he threw that ball probably 40 yards. He can, I yeah, mean, he, he can he's chuck got, it. He's got a really good arm, but if, if, if they make him more of a, uh, a cerebral player, Ben. If 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 he was just a little bit smarter, because in Washington he didn't he made some stupid moves. Yeah. But if if he if he was a smart smarter player, if they can make him a smart quarterback, make these smart decisions like he did on that play, and can do that with that kind of an arm, you know, Mason Rudolph should find himself as a third string quarterback. I hope so yeah. because it's not that hard to be more cerebral than the rest yeah. of the quarterbacks on that roster, including <laughs> including yeah. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. Ben, you know, he's, he's not gonna he's not gonna be hosting Jeopardy anytime soon. Yeah, I mean, Ben Roethlisberger, <laughs> he makes some stupid decisions. He trusts his arm maybe too much more than he should, but you That's, know, I mean, but I was I was very impressed with uh, with Dwayne Haskins, and I was talking shit to you for weeks yep. and saying that this guy sucks because I, I just watched him in, in, in Washington. Washington, but I've been impressed with what I've seen in the preseason. And and Dwayne, I mean, not Dwayne Haskins, uh, Mason Rudolph should be the third string. Roethlisberger, obviously, number one. But Dwayne Haskins, man, if anything happens to Roethlisberger, you bring him. Yeah, I'm happy. Yeah. Let's do this shot. But this is our punishment shot, Ben. And, um, Ooh, it's, you know, it's a terrible one. We, we, we signed a contract in blood. Many That's years what this tastes like. A go. It was worse than blood. Um, uh, <laughs> if I say anything, I blood's a little salty. If I say anything negative about a team in my division, which is the NFC East, then I take a shot. Ben, if you say anything negative about a team in your division, which is the AFC North, then you take a shot and you said, fuck the Browns and fuck Baltimore and fuck everybody. Well, you got to. <laughs> and if Sonia, who's not on the podcast, eventually she will join us in the future, eventually, sometime, hopefully. If she says anything negative about a team in her division, which is the NFC West, then she takes a shot. But Ben, we have this disgusting JP Weiser spiced whiskey vanilla, which is probably the worst punishment shot that we've had on the show. You have a little bit more in there for yourself. Let's let's try it. I'm just just being nice and taking this along with you. Let's see if I can do this. 
Uh, mine was small. Ugh! Yeah, it's not very good. That was pretty disgusting stuff. That might be... It's the worst. Stuff. I mean, it's like they almost did it. On, I mean, I almost feel like they were laughing when they put this in the bottle. They were like, "This is who's gonna." They're like, "Who's uh, gonna?" But it buy seems this? like that. Bo- I mean, it seems we've been drinking this for weeks now, and it doesn't look like it's moved very much. I mean, do you have another <sighs> bottle of JP Weisers that you <laughs> no. keep on pouring into this bottle? Because it's I think like, it's, I think it's, you know, regenerating it's like, it's itself. Like an, it's like reanimating itself. It's like an, it's so terrible. It's, it's making an, more of itself. It's it's like an infinity bottle. It's, oh it's my just, god! Like, it's like uh, I pour and more shows up. It's like a single cell organism just like <laughs> splitting and splitting and splitting and splitting. And, you know, every week we come back and the same amount is in that bottle. Yeah, it's disgusting. Oh but God. it's a punishment shop, Ben, so it's appropriate. Whew. All right, Franny. You ready to talk about the NFL news? All right. Let's talk a little bit about the NFL news. All then. right. First up, Jamal Adams was defiant, but the Seahawks didn't buy it. Then they decide to try it. Huh. Training camp should be a happier place for the Seattle Seahawks as the team has finally agreed to terms on a new deal with safety slash linebacker, according to Ian Rappaport of NFL.com. It's reportedly a four-year deal, and it is a four-year deal. There's a lot of news here. Yeah, $70 million with $38 million in guaranteed money. The last offer was $37.5 in guaranteed money. They wanted to make sure that his actual yearly compensation was a slight tad less than Bobby Wagner, who's the highest paid linebacker on the team, and he deserves to to remain the highest paid linebacker or the highest paid defensive player on the team. Uh, 38 in guaranteed money, making him the highest paid safety in the league. Huge money for a safety, but Adams is undoubtedly one of the best in the NFL. This number six overall pick in the 2017 draft by the New York Jets. Adams has proven himself to be a playmaker all over the field. He is especially... Except a f- interceptions. Ex- <laughs> yes, except interceptions. He is especially effective against the run, but is also a legitimate pass rusher, compiling 21.5 sacks in his first four NFL seasons. Franny would say you about, I didn't think they were going to get this done because Jamal Adams is like the kid screaming in the supermarket. You yeah. can't make him happy no matter what you buy for him. Yeah, what I mean, say you? Look, I mean, he's a good player, and I think the reason the Seahawks opened up their wallets was because they gave up so many draft picks for him. I mean, they had to keep him because they gave two up first rounders. They gave up so much for him. Is he worth that much? I don't I think mean, so. I, I think like you know, he he is good at stuff in the run. He is good at rushing the quarterback. He can get sacks. But he's not the greatest in coverage though. He's I awful mean, in coverage. Yeah, in fact. It, it, That's it, why it, he continues it, to put to to uh, you know, to say that he's more of a linebacker than he is a safety because he doesn't want to talk about his his play at safety in yeah. coverage. And and he is. I mean, he's more of a linebacker, but you know, the fact that he is technically a safety, it doesn't really show on the football. I think he has what, two interceptions his entire career? I mean his entire career only has two interceptions? Oh, really? I you know, it's 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 I believe so. You I have it's, to it's, catch the ball. If you're a safety, you, I mean Yeah, Megan Fitzpatrick's gonna have that in week one. Yeah. It, it, yeah. Exactly. Or he did he had, he had his first in game the first with the Steelers quarter. or he had two picks. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, it's, you know, it's great for the Seahawks to find another good defender. I mean, they've, they've, they've always been strong on that side of the ball, but it's a lot of money still. But like you said, he wouldn't, he would not have made decisions to stay with the Seahawks unless they did pay him this much money. And yeah, he, he wanted that 38 guaranteed. He wanted that 38 guaranteed. And, uh, you know, it's good for the Seahawks, but still have to show up in coverage. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> what do you and think, he, though? He, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I mean, give up two first-round picks. You can't let the guy walk. It was, yeah. they were really, it was really a, a, a question of the, like an extra million or even less than a million in terms of guaranteed money. He wanted 38 in guaranteed money. So just give it to him as long as he's coming in under Bobby Wagner, which uh 70 million over four years, that's 
17 and a half. Bobby, Bobby Wagner makes 18 million a year. So they just wanted to get a calculator in your brain, Ben. (laughs) They just wanted to get, I'm telling you, it's that implant I got yesterday. I I got bionic powers now. I got a uh, dental implant, at least the first part of it. You pulled a tree out of the ground before the podcast. Like, I don't like this thing here. I like this titanium in my head. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling like uh, the $6 million man, whatever the hell his name was. I can't remember what his name was. Was it Lou Ferrigno? Uh, It's the Hulk. It was. Was I think it was Lou Ferrigno, right? No, he played the Hulk. That was the Hulk, right? Was, yeah, yeah. was he the six million dollar man too? No, no that, that was, was a different dude. Uh, okay. The guy that was, that was on before the my fall time. guy too. It was before my time. Name. Can't remember his name. Uh, but I, I You'll agree. remember later. I, I think that yeah. Come on, titanium. <laughs> do do your and gold a little gold screw to hold it down yeah, there. Yeah, I'm just gonna I'm gonna stick a titanium like pin in my head. Just do it. Just I mean, I'm for, telling just you, for yeah, the like I was like I mean I was like yeah. generating you were lot of, radio signals. I was generating lotto numbers in my head earlier today. But yeah, I think it's it's a good move. I think that. You know, I understand he he plays a lot of you know he plays almost fifty percent of the time at linebacker, but he is a safety and he does hurt the he does hurt the team as much as he helps the team in terms of coverage. Mm-hmm. You you because you have a safety out there on the field, so you have to you have to design your defense exactly. to account for that. Uh, Mike Fitzpatrick, I would take Mike Fitzpatrick all day, every well, day over over Adams because you can de- design a yeah. more you know more varied defensive schemes with him. Yeah, but Mika Fitzpatrick is also not as good inside. I mean, he's not good at stopping. Hey, the, hey. He's not as good at at stopping the run as as Jamal. I mean, Jamal Adams is a bigger bodied guy. Oh yeah, and you he's know, a beast. Mika Fitzpatrick is is. I mean, I mean, he's not skinny. He's still you know fairly large I mean, compared to me and you, Ben. He's a pretty big dude. Um, but I mean, he's not going to you know put out those big hits like Jamal Adams can. But is Jamal Adams worth this much? Probably not. But since they gave up so much for him, they were kind of forced yep. into paying this much money to keep him because you're losing two first-round picks, and the Seahawks are pretty good at drafting. So they're like, "Well, why not? That's what we got to do. What we got to yeah. do." I mean, they they've got a great uh, you know team with with Pete Carroll and the general manager there, John Schneider. I think his name is. I can't remember his name. I think that might might excuse me might be right. Uh, but yeah, I agree, Franny. Are you ready to move on? Let's move on. Oh my God! I where is my little? Uh, oh, Aaron Rodgers! Look, Aaron Rodgers is on the <laughs> on the agenda once again. Oh Sur- yeah! Surprise, surprise! Aaron Rodgers on the he's going to be on the agenda every week. Have you week. seen his hair? Uh, it's all, he's growing it out. Yeah, he has a long hair. Yeah, he thinks he's cool. He thinks he's cool. He is cool. Aaron Rodgers described as Zen. For fuck's sake, here we go again. Peter King. Uh, this is from Peter King. Uh, one word to describe Aaron Rodgers right now. At this moment, at 37 years young, after five months of tumult, entering a Packers season where he has serious doubts that he'd be part of a month that he would be part of a month ago, Zan. You thought I might say you might I, you thought I might say blunt or vindictive or using a compound word. Told you so. No, none of those. Coach Matt Lafleur, in fact, was so impressed with the mindset and mean of his Aaron Rodgers, who showed up at the eve of training camp, that he asked him to break down the team after the first practice of camp. Just don't play in any games, apparently. For the team that lost the NFC title game two years in a row, this camp is the start of a vital season, and so this first practice of camp was a big deal for setting the tempo of the six weeks to come. And Lafleur chose to hand the first practice message to the biggest headline maker of the NFL's 102nd season. Of course, I wanted to know what Rodgers had to say. Lafleur hesitated, not wanting to disclose personal team stuff. Ask Aaron and he'll tell you, Lafleur said. Rodgers, on his first vet day off of the summer, was sitting on the shade in the shade on a bench at the Packers practice 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 field. Apparently, I can't speak tonight. Across the street, titanium, Ben. That well, JP Weiser's is brutal. It is. It makes it, it. It really mixes up your brain. When I asked him about it's it, spaghetti. Yeah. Ugh. 
wearing a ball cap. Who says ball cap anymore? This looks like yeah. something my grandfather would say. Wearing a ball cap <laughs> and featuring the faintest spritz of gray around his chin and his customary scruffy short beard, Rogers thought about his, his post-practice session, and Rogers said... I can't remember the exact words he said, but I said, your thoughts are becoming real things. I talked about a positive mindset. I did not want to assure the guys how special it was to be back, how committed I am to the team, how special the relationships are to me, how focused I am this season in accomplishing all of our goals. But I talk about a lot about positivity, about a mindset, about manifestation, oh, about embracing the journey. That stuff's oh, not really man. important to me. Be present. This is a great time in our lives. Yeah. When we look... We look up at the ceiling at night and we think about everything. Of course, we think about what the future holds. Rogers, too. Did but he have somebody write this for him? Yeah, but in 17, in 17 minutes, he, uh, minutes together, he wouldn't go there. In 2022, no speculation whether he'll be traded somewhere or whether he'll stay in Green Bay or the remote chance he'll retire. His feet will stay where they are. As, he, as they said, he did. However... Say something I didn't expect. He did say something you didn't expect. I'm reading this really poorly, by the way. Uh, last year at this time, I was looking at the season as my last in Green Bay. Also, Rogers, Rogers recently said, I mean, I felt like going into the weekend before camp that I was 50-50 to retire, said Rogers. Retire? I, I don't care if people don't believe that. You want to go to Chicago? I don't believe that. I don't care if people <laughs> don't believe that. It's true. There were some things that got me to 50-50 for sure. And, you know, I spent a couple of days in silence and meditation and, and oh contemplation and radiation. And yoga poses. And, <laughs> and really felt like I should come back. There's a lot of opportunities for growth and exciting things in Green Bay. And that I felt like the right thing to do was to come back. Friday, what do you say about this malcontent wannabe hey. genius who's really operating on a sixth grade education but thinks he's got a PhD? Uh, you know, I, 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 fucking Aaron Rodgers. Well, you know how I feel about Aaron Rodgers, Ben. Uh, even you know, after this even, shit, even that's—I mean, that's—that's. That's, I mean, I'm, I'm not sure. On the lazy river, going with sure a canoe if, if, and if a fucking he, ins, it's a. I know, it's, right? It's right. A, what do you call that? Sage it's, burning it's, on his boat. It, it seems like he went on one of those uh, one of those quests that you go on in the forest. Uh, was it like a vision quest? Uh, you know, it, it seems like he had a vision quest, and I'm going to see him with Michael Phelps in, a, in, a, in an ad for mental health pretty soon. <laughs> But I, uh, that's, I mean, all, after all the, the bullshit that he pulled with Green Bay in the entire offseason, now he wants to act like he's completely on board. I mean, if, 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 if he could leave for this team, I'm sure he would. I mean, well, he, I, you know, I'm not sure if he would right now because he's, he's right back with them. But all of the BS that he was talking this entire offseason to come out and, and say this. Come on. Yeah, and he said he would take the Jeopardy job if they offered it to him. He would definitely would have taken it and retired. Yeah. yeah and he was sure. 50 50. Yeah. He, he was never more than 99 1 yeah. that he was going to fucking retire. There was no way this egomaniac was going to retire from the game of football. No chance. And if he did retire, he'd take the Carson Palmer route, wait a year until his contract, until he's able to come back to the league on his terms or two years even, and come back and play for somebody else. There was no yeah. way he was going to retire. And stop with the long hair mm. and the gray beard and the meditation and all that. Yeah, obviously meditation He's is much good. Wiser now. Obviously yoga is good. Obviously all those things are good. I don't think he did but, any but, of those but, things, But to though. pretend that he's like some... Like a, a like shaman on a mountaintop or something, like burning incense and giving people words of wisdom. Like I really think that in Aaron Rodgers' mind, he could go off somewhere in the desert and have people come to him, where he sits, you know, with long hair and some type of a robe, and just gives people sage advice all day. Like I literally think that he thinks he's that guy. Yeah, I think so too. 
I think so too. I mean, he's he's, he's and he's just a fucking football, an player. arrogant, prideful guy, kind of guy. I mean, it's pretty, it's it's obvious um, the way his his you know what he said in the media. But uh, you know, he's he's back with Green Bay now, and you know he was he was doing interviews on the sideline even today. Uh, you know, he was he was talking about this same sort of stuff now, where he was worried about what the city and the fans and everybody would think about it. It, it was it, he just that's went not off, very zen. He just he just went off on this whole sort of you know tangent. You about, think he cares about the three hundred thousand people I, I, in Green I, Bay? I, I, think of him. You know, well, I, I'm I'm sure his his heart is sort of in Green Bay, sort of, not hundred percent. Oh yeah, all the time he spends there in the off season, I'm sure. Hey, uh, I mean, you, you yeah. saw in the off season like that that one um, that he, one clip he, that they had it with him in the back of the truck with like uh, it might have been like a, a twenty four pack or a thirty six pack of Bush, you know it's very Green Bay like. Oh yeah, he's, it's, it's Green he's Bay. He's a man of the people. It's very publicist. Got that <laughs> shot together for him. That's what I would. Oh, well, it, it looked very natural. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not Brett Favre. I, I, I believe that Brett Favre is on a tractor well, in Mississippi drinking beer. Levi's. Granted, it's five hundred acres. And no, not Levi's. <laughs> Wrangler. Wrangler. I, I'm sh- lots of money, tractors. You know, I'm sure all he's got nothing but money. But I believe that Brett Favre. Well, I don't know if he drinks anymore, but I could see Dr- Brett Favre yeah, might. If on I a tractor. I mean, but I, I, I don't know, see some Brett, nice bourbon. I don't see Aaron Rodgers Seems like a bourbon guy. I don't. Tra- yeah, he probably is a bourbon guy. I don't see Aaron Rodgers on a tractor. Uh, no, no. Well, I mean, he 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 did grow up in the mean streets of Northern California somewhere up there. Yeah, yeah. Santa Clara. Yeah, yeah. The mean streets of Santa Clara. <laughs> hey, Santa Cruz. It's those, not even freaking Fresno. That's a tough city. <laughs> it's not man. even freaking Fresno. Actually, I, I don't spend too much time in Northern California. I don't spend too much time in any other part of California yeah. except for Aaron Rodgers doesn't spend your any backyard. Time. He doesn't spend any time in Green Bay, and he doesn't spend any time in Oakland. <laughs> He doesn't spend any time in either of those. Places. Yeah, but I'm not shocked to see uh, more Aaron Rodgers uh, news on the agenda. <sighs> it's just uh, he's such a. I just don't even know the best. Well, word. you've always hated him. Like I don't hate the. But guy. But now he's just giving you so much ammunition, and when they, and they when they go like seven and ten, it's going to be not like going to such... go seven and ten. They're not. They're going to be number one in the division. Well, I mean, just, he's the like the antithesis of Tom Brady. Like he's yeah. literally like the antithesis, like the 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 opposite of Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. He just wants to win games, and Aaron Rodgers just wants you to know how he feels and how great he is. How great he is when he's winning and how smart these games. he is. Yeah, I mean, but he's not that smart. You didn't. You, I know you went to where did he go? Stanford or Cal? Uh yeah. But let's Cal. not pretend you went to class at Cal. Like mm-hmm. there are legitimate student athletes who earn legitimate degrees in high level subject matter. You're not one of those guys. So let's just you know chill a little bit. Remember who you are. And stop pretending that we all care what you think about all of these things. Uh, yeah, well, I, don't, I, I really don't have too much. To, we've been talking about Aaron Rodgers for 10 weeks. Now. All right, and I got two yeah. weeks of vacation yeah. to come up with like five Aaron Rodgers topics for the first show when we come back. Next right? next agenda, <laughs> next agenda. <laughs> topic is Aaron Rodgers once again. <laughs> you want to take a quick break, though, man? Uh, I mean, we're 42, yeah, we're 42 minutes, minutes in. And uh, we record this podcast outdoors where football should be played and podcast should be recorded. And we do drink and we do tinkle. Yes. <laughs> so we'll take a quick bathroom break and we'll be right back with the rest of the NFL news and the stat of the week. Take care. All right, and we are vacation back bumper. with the remainder of our NFL news, and I hope everybody took care 
Take care. See you next weekend. <laughs> take care. Take, Where did that come take from? Take care and drive safe. <laughs> take care. I got to take a piss. Take care. <laughs> I don't know why I said take care. I mean, this is, this is just the beginning of the podcast, but everybody, take care. You, know, you take care. Uh, everyone just shut the podcast off. They were like, oh, I guess they're done. I guess, yeah. <laughs> Sign off. Take care. Be back next week. <laughs> All right. Friday, are you? Uh, I'm ready to take care, man. Are you ready to take care? I'm ready. <laughs> All right. Next up, Washington team name. The options are quite lame. <laughs> is that pretty good though, Ben? I mean, uh, you, know, you you put you put a lot of effort into rhyming these things. Yeah, I like I mean, yeah, I like the uh the whatever the first one was with um I can't even remember what it was. Uh, Jamal Adams. Yeah, take care. Because he was uh he was being very yeah, Jamal Adams was defiant, but the Seahawks didn't buy it. Then they decided to try it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's a, a pretty good descriptor of what happened. Uh, the Washington football team has narrowed down the options. Have you heard of Earp and Wyatt? Earp <laughs> <laughs> and Wyatt. I did a book report on Wyatt Earp. Uh, the options for its next name down to three choices. A source with knowledge of the situation confirmed to Matthew Paris of the Washington Times on Monday. Washington released a video in which team president Jason Wright is seen going over names that are bleeped out with coach Ron Rivera and general manager Martin. Yeah, you're definitely going to get a good name with Ron Rivera and Martin Mayhew at the helm in the video. Wright says, so there are three names that will go through are uh, before the censors took over the options. A source with knowledge of the situation said that the team has indeed narrowed the list down to three. The team received more than 40,000 submissions from fans. God, I would love to see them. During the rebranding process, Washington, of course, announced last summer that it would retire the moniker Redskins after 82 years following a renewed push for the team to change its name, which many deemed defensive. The team said it would go by the temporary Washington football team, which I think is still the best option. In the meantime, in Monday's video under the team, under the team's making the brand series, a number of fans are shown potential name options and logos while at FedEx Field. Among the names included are, you ready, Franny? Mm, these are pretty bad. The Red Wolves. Huh, the fuck is that? The Commanders. Oh, man. The Presidents. That's dumb. Back to 1950. Defenders. Brigade. Red Hogs. Armada. And the Washington football team. I guess the Red Tails are gone. Yeah, I know, uh, right? I thought the Red Tails was like... The best name. Yeah, the, probably the best one. The names do not necessarily reflect the final options, given that there are more than three, but they are. it is one of these three names. They got 40,000 submissions. Mm-hmm. And I am going to hazard a guess that even Aaron Rodgers, <laughs> with, with his literal shallow wading pool of brain power, could come up with better names than this. Yeah, I mean, some I mean, which one? What, what would you pick? Are, what, what would, would you not, pick of these? I mean, I would stick with the team that, with the name that they have right now, the Washington Football Team. I, I, would, mean, I would stick with that name. The because Commanders. Armada, what is this? An AFL team? Are exactly? I mean, or an these, a, uh, AFF team? They don't. They don't sound like NFL team names. Armada, the Red Hogs. Well, what is an Armada? I mean, I know what an Armada I mean, is, yeah, but yeah. what is it? What's the but relationship I mean, wh- to Washington? Exactly. Exactly. I mean, if 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 it's a Spanish team, <laughs> it's the Spanish uh, Armada. Then I would understand that. 
right, but so I mean, we have what? Wyatt Earp, Spanish Armada. Let's go back. <laughs> what else do we have from from history class? The presidents. <laughs> the presidents. The, who is? Yeah, given the presidents we've had like in the last in the last fifty years, I don't know if you want <laughs> yeah, yeah. to be naming your team after the, the ones that, that we've had: the Carters, <laughs> the Trumps, the Bidens, the Obamas, <laughs> yeah, the Bushes. Gerald Ford. The name of the name: the Washington Fords, the Lyndon Johnson <laughs> yeah, the legend the I will not run for a second term because I fucked it up this bad. Yeah, no, I mean that those these are some terrible names. I mean, I, I think the name that they have right you know, now, like, the Red Wolves, is probably of the all Red these Wolves, names is the only name I would. Even pick. that one is pretty terrible. What the hell is a Red Wolf? I'm I mean, sure it's a real them, thing. But... Why not just call them the Washington Wolves? But even the Red Wolves is like, well, is that? But it sounds like is a high school piss team. Somebody off? Like that's that that doesn't even sound like. Even an AFL team or like a, a you know some some lower league team, it sounds like a high school team. Yeah, you know, it's like you have the Eagles, which is like you know most most high schools have like the Eagles with the Eagles logo. Yeah, yeah. Not, yeah. not only to rip off that name, but they have the <laughs> the logo that they rip off. And then of you course, have the if you gotta sure, go, go go big. I'm sure the Panthers are something also. To that's, me, that's not even an NFL name. But but it's but it's like but it, but it is but it's also like I'm sure like the majority high of high Florida. school yeah Panthers. Or uh, you know something like that just sounds like a high school like the Red Wolves high school team like you know the the you know Van Nuys Red Wolves yeah yeah I don't uh, like it but it's the best of these options yeah I don't think any of those <laughs> options are any good at all the Red Wolves are like can we bring the well, native is, is can there, we bring Native Americans back into this somehow is but there not a name, really is there a name Ben that you would maybe throw into that forty thousand that they have. I'm that's not sure cool. if the Red Tails is offensive. I, have I no think idea. the I mean I thought I thought the Red Tails if was it's not I like that I name. thought it was inoffensive. I thought it was it was actually um, like some some like squadron yeah. of fighters in like World War One, but II. it just it just sounds good. I like that tails. name. I like of all these, and it, and it kind of goes with their color scheme that they have right now, so they can still roll with the same color helmets and everything, and not change that. Call them the Red Tails. I, I had no issues with that at all. I'd call them the Beltways. <laughs> it's the freeway that goes around the city. It's called the Beltway. Washington. But I mean, forty thousand submissions, and they and they came up with presidents. These, these? really presidents? Yeah, like really? Like yeah. you think somebody wants a political name on the team? Yeah, like why not just the why not the Washington Speaker of the House? <laughs> <laughs> the Pelosi's, <laughs> the Washington subcommittees. <laughs> We're coming out tonight. The, the Washington Wa- Ways and Means. Why not Washington United? <laughs> like the DC United. <laughs> Yeah, United's not a bad name. Yeah, I, I mean, of all the, I like the, yeah. I like Washington football team because it just, it's so. Yeah, I mean, actually, Washington Patriots would actually be a pretty good one too. But that team name is already, it's already taken. been taken. But I mean, you know, Washington United. I don't know. I, I, I think that would be a good team Monuments? name. No, that's the Washington stupid. Monuments. The Washington Mon- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they I have a giant <laughs> yeah. fucking monument on there, but it's better than these. Yeah, I think Washington United would be. a a pretty good. Name. I, I like that name. Yeah. I like it. I like it better than, better any, than any of these. One of these. I don't know. <laughs> but the the commanders, the brigade, <laughs> the brigade. <laughs> what is the? I mean, what is this like? A what is this? The dirty dozen? What the fuck kind of name is that? The red hogs from one era of the team. You're gonna name it the red hogs after one era with yeah. John Riggins. Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, Armada. I mean, I get it, but it, but I think that that. That moniker is taking on more of a science fiction mm-hmm. vibe, more so than it does a a, a ship like a, yeah. a a battleship. Vibe. But seriously, out of all of these, you know, the Washington football team is, is the best. Is still, I mean, as terrible as that is, even yeah. it's still it's better, better than any any one of those. But that tells you the kind of fans they have in Washington. You get 40,000 40, submissions. 
Yeah. And well, I don't want to say there probably were some They're, good submissions. Like in I'm there, sure United was. But the Ron Rivera is the one looking at these, yeah. and he's like, "Well, I don't know if Ryan Fitzpatrick's good enough to start. You know, <laughs> I don't know. Like, what do you think? Yeah. What do you about the, What do you think about the brigade? Brigade sound good? Yeah. I mean, yeah. But so well, I mean, their many. hockey team, Washington Capitals. That's a nice name right there, the Capitals. Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, already yeah. taken. Uh, Washington Wizards is pretty fucking stupid. I mean, like the Washington yeah. Wizards. Well, yeah, because there was allegedly they stopped. They changed the name. They just didn't stop the bullets. Yeah, 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 but the, <laughs> the bullets are still flying. But, but Wizards, the name though, is changed. I mean, what the hell? I mean, that that's like one of the worst yeah, team names name. in in any sport. You know, it's like as bad as the Pelicans. Yeah, you know, Pelicans, like the Pelicans. But at least that's it makes a ferocious. Sense. Yeah, but it's a ferocious bird. The Pelican. Yeah, the Pelican. That's <laughs> the one. It's it's like it's a bird that looks like a doofus. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, these are so bad. Yeah. Oh my God! I mean, I just uh, it, and you have the universe of names to choose from, and this is what they came up with. That's what just the the, what, the Washington Housing and Urban Developments, <laughs> like just name it after a department. Still better than some of those. <laughs> the Washington Pentagons. Yeah, yeah, I don't that's get, yeah. in Virginia, right? Uh, yeah, I, don't I think know. I think is it? Is there is there like some sort no, of no CIA's in Virginia? Is there like a, some sort of a like uh, what's their state like? I don't know they have birds. Is there like an animal that's like really prominent in? that part of the country uh probably maybe the oriole from down in uh baltimore but they're already a team that called yeah, the orioles and they're yeah. not even a state maybe call them yeah. the washington independence oh that's a good one right there washington independence and titanium man yeah I'm telling you. even washington titanium would be actually better, but... the washington independence i now that in, i think about yeah. that's the, my favorite name now washington independence or washington united because it was all about independence and mm-hmm. the, the state itself is independent or the the region or the the province territory whatever you want to call it is independent because it doesn't it's not actually a state mm-hmm. or the washington no taxation without representations <laughs> <laughs> which is on their license plates by the way yeah all right independence yeah, but those you are heard perfect. it here first trademark washington. copyright all that shit that would be the name that i would pick let's go with you don't that have one. to pick it but or washington union or washington union yeah i, I, I don't yeah any one of those. The three that we just mentioned. <laughs> but definitely not any of these. Any of those other ones. Yeah, no. The the, the commanders. <laughs> because there's so much you can do. That is literally like an XFL name. I mean, there's it's so much just, you can I, do. I, in fact, I think there was a team in either the AAF or the XFL called the commanders. I actually think there was. Probably. But I mean, there's, you know, there's, there's, or the, yeah, well, I was going to say generals, but you can't call them the Washington generals. But I mean, it's because, you know, <laughs> well, you that, could the name, well, I mean, somebody might still have a it's, trademark. I on think it. it's defunct now, but still, though, I mean, there's so many, I mean, there's so many names that you can come up with Washington because it is the capital of yeah. the country and there's a lot of history in that region of this country. And the best they could come up with is these names. That's pretty I think they had some good names and then they took it to some liberal arts college in the yeah. faculty lounge and yeah. like they, they had like, yeah, your name for offensiveness. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And, and, They'll find something. And, and none yeah. of the good names. Union. Independence. Well, you know, you know, you have to talk about, like I could, I could see like someone at Smith college coming up with a reason why independence is not good. Yeah. They're probably like, Oh, that's, that's a political party. <laughs> it's going to be offensive to Democrats and Republicans because independents are a separate purple party. Yeah. What are you trying to say? Yeah. Democrats don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> Their votes don't matter. Yeah. <laughs> probably that's exactly it, it wasn't what happened. Just the indi- it was like the independence yeah, no, from the, the, another country. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Friday. Are you ready to move on from the Washington uh, Armada? Yeah. <laughs> I had to put that on because I saw the names and I was like, really? Out of 40,000 is what you came up with? Mm. All right. Next up, Friday, let Russ We cook. should go. Like, when you come back, Ben, the 40, we should go through all 40,000 and see which one we like <laughs> yeah. the most. I wonder, if they, I wonder if they release them to us. We'll do a PRA. We can do a public records <laughs> be like request because they probably have some federal funding. A 10-hour podcast and we'll talk about each and every <laughs> each single name. one. 
The Washington doorknobs. <laughs> well, in theory. Uh, let Russ cook. The Seahawks put Pete Carroll in OC, the offensive coordinator, on the hook. This is from Pro Football Focus. Letting Russ cook is all well and good, but what meal should he be trying to make, Friday? The Seahawks, CSCL Seahawks signal caller remains one of the biggest enigmas in the quarterback position in the league, an intriguing puzzle for his coaching staff to solve as we head into the 2021 NFL season. And the biggest question with Wilson has always been, what is the best style of play to employ for a player with his, his unique skill set? It would be easy to look at Wilson and more, other short quarterbacks more for whom passing. more passing. <laughs> yeah, it's Ben Roethlisberger ball. about that. Short quarterbacks for whom he helped smooth the path and say the NFL was kidding itself each year. Each short passer has to grapple with the dynamics at play and develop their own workaround for the disadvantages that arise because of the short stature. Of course, being five foot eleven, yeah, that's really short. An inch taller than me, two inches taller than me. No, I think okay. you're about there. If, if you had your cleats on, Ben, <laughs> if I got my and yeah, the pads, I'll you'd put be, my, if I see R next to me, you'd be six. I, feet. I'd be standard tall. At least six. Uh, compared to six foot five, changes the picture at the quarterback position and what they have to work with when they drop back to pass. In a league of behemoth offensive and defensive linemen, there is no escaping the fact that the shorter player will have reduced visibility. Kyler Murray is the shortest quarterback in the NFL today, and you can see the effect it has on him over the middle of the field. If you drew a box from the five-yard line to the 20-yard line, between the numbers, Murray targets receivers within that box at a rate of 3.2 percentage points lower than the league average. But his passer rating on those targets, Franny, is 11.5 points lower. He is dramatically less effective at targeting areas of the field where his vision naturally gets affected. But Wilson actually has a passer rating 20 points higher than the league average, even at his, at his size, when targeting the same box of the field. What Wilson has been able to develop is the NFL style that utilizes movement. He moves around more than any other passer in the league, buying himself time and, critically, different views of the field in the process. Only Patrick Mahomes had a better PFF passing score on those snaps. The Seahawks quarterback is one of the best passers in the league at avoiding turnover-worthy plays, but... Since the 2000 start of 18 season, only Aaron Rodgers has a lower turnover-worthy play rate, 1.9%, than the 2.3% that Wilson can boast. I get it, Aaron Rodgers. I had to throw it in there. It's great. Over the same period, Wilson leads the league in big-time throw rate, 7.7%, by almost a full percentage point over Mahomes in second place. Wilson is outstanding at the extremes of the game, making big plays and avoiding catastrophic errors. But the key is the smaller errors, the sacks that he is personally responsible for, and we've all witnessed time and time again, are the significant big chunk negative plays that are difficult to parse out from a quarterback's statistical performance, and he does it routinely. And the tendency to invite pressure makes Wilson the architect of his biggest obstacle in the way of becoming the best quarterback in the league. The idea of just increasing Wilson's passing volume relative to run plays is one thing, but the Seattle Seahawks have a very complex problem on their hands in terms of exactly how to harness Wilson's style to the best effect. <laughs> a couple of things we know for sure. While the Seahawks want to keep a lot of specifics of the new offense under wraps with the new offensive coordinator, Shane Waldron, they have made no secret of playing at a speedier tempo this year. They're trying to try to you know, speed up the tempo and allow Wilson the flexibility to change any play at any time. Fronting. That was mm -hmm. a lot of words. I that apologize. Was, yeah. it, was, it was actually three, four, five paragraphs longer than this. We actually got through it pretty quick. But Fronting, what say you? What is the key to Wilson's success? An offensive line, but how? But, but, <laughs> but, but he I mean, can't the, just keep running for his life and yeah, chucking know, the ball down exactly. the field. Like in terms of like the game plan, do you think? What do you think? Offensive. I talked. I talked it up. Offensive line, Ben. We've been talking about this. All right. Assume I, assume a great offensive line. Then what? What type of plays do you call? What type of offense do you run? 
Uh, I mean, I, I would obviously call more passing plays. I mean, he's got one of the most beautiful long balls in the league, and he has the receivers that can go out and grab those balls. I mean, it's DK Metcalf and 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 uh, Tyler balls. Lockett that can grab those balls. <laughs> grab those. No, I mean, but they can't. I mean, they have. I mean, Tyler Lockett has some of the best hands in the league. I mean, some he of does. The, some of the catches that he makes is amazing. And, and he DK's does not get enough. DK's out there, but I would definitely call more passing plays. I mean, maybe not down I mean, down the middle of the. I mean, if you want to throw down the middle, you throw. You know, have the tight ends. Catch the ball in the middle, but on the on the edges though. I mean, you have DK Metcalf, you have Tyler Lockett. I mean, I'd be just I'd be calling more pass plays for this team and less running plays. I mean, that's exactly what I would do. But would you rein them in? Would you say you got to stay? You you've got to do a better job of staying in this box. No, because part of the reason the offensive line breaks down is because well, Wilson it's just not a good offensive line. Is, but he's also very he does very very quick to move outside of the pocket and force the offensive line to break down. Yeah, but, and why? Attempt to, but why, though? It's because he's used to having that type of a terrible offensive right, line, he, he, and he, he turns he do back to the he, field way more often than he should just because, he, I mean, he, like his clock is a lot shorter than other passers in the league. You know, if he had a great offensive line, he wouldn't be doing that. I mean, he's had a, a terrible offensive line with the Seahawks his entire career, and so that's why he well, does not move around. The years and the early years, he's never had a stellar. He's never had the Dak Prescott offensive line, or he's even ne- the Steelers, or, or even line. the Eagles offensive line for a, 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 a number, a, a of few years. years there. But I mean, it, 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 his issue is he hears those feet, those the the, the footsteps. But are they real sooner, or, much, or are they phantom? They probably phantom. Are they Seattle Phantoms? Seattle Phantoms, yeah. That's a good, better name. Washington Phantoms. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> but, I mean, and, and the sacks, he's got to stop with the sacks. Yeah. Those 10-yard sacks, those 15-yard yeah. sacks, those 20. And they, and I almost, I feel like it happens at least once a game where they're at third and seven. Yeah, maybe somewhere where they could get, you know, maybe go, go for it on fourth down or take a long field goal, and he ends up with a 20-yard yeah. sack. Or they're at the 20-yard, 30-yard line, and he takes a 15-yard sack, and they're punting, you know, to the opponent's 40. Mm-hmm. But five eleven isn't tiny. No, they make, I mean, but, yeah. but Kyler Murray can't manage with it, you know. So, mm-hmm. but you know, with I mean, like I said, like you and mentioned, Mahomes is very similar in terms of rolling out to get a better vision. Yeah, exactly. I mean, Russell Wilson. I mean, the reason he he can throw down the middle more effectively than some of these other quarterbacks is he does move so well in the pocket. I mean, like you said, you know, losing yardage on uh, you know crucial game situations on third downs. I mean, that's something that he has to, he has to cut that out. But um, you know, I mean. I would definitely if I if 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 I'm uh you know the Seattle Seahawks offensive coordinator I'm throwing the ball more with this guy because his talent I mean he's 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 a top three four five quarterback in the league with one of the best arms in the league and they just don't call enough pass plays for this guy I mean they really don't I mean you know he does take those stupid sacks but they don't throw the ball enough in Seattle. So what are you thinking like sixty forty sixty five thirty? I would say I would say sixty forty. I would say sixty forty. Really? Yeah. I mean, a lot. There's going to be a lot of passing in this league. I mean, even Dak Prescott. I mean, he's not that tall. He's only like six one, six two. He he manages to stay in the pocket. Yeah, and compete at a high level has, and be one well, of the best quarterbacks in the league. Good. Shut up. But yes, yes, <laughs> yes. You know, what? fuck the Cowboys. <laughs> there man. we go. Tiny little shot for me. Very small. And a Very large small. shot for myself. Yeah, because I, I, I think Cowboys. I might throw up if I have a big shot of that again. <laughs> I might literally throw up all over my Washington armadas. <laughs> <laughs> but what would you do, Ben? My I mean, Washington what, what, pine what would you do with Russell my, Wilson? Wa- hey, what, what about they, they had cherry blossoms? The Washington their, cherry blossoms. That's that. <laughs> that's a ferocious name right there. Fear the cherry blossoms. Fear the blossoms. Fear the bee. <laughs> 
Uh, I mean, I think he's got to calm down. He's got to. He's gonna have to. I mean, well, Rogers, let's just take this. Let's, let's just take, take this uh, yeah, gag-inducing shot. This punishment shot, real yeah. quick. Yeah. There we go. I finally finished the little bit I left in for the last shot. <laughs> it's bad, right? It's disgusting. And still, the bottle is the same. It's the same level of full as it was. And we took four shots, and it still hasn't moved. I wish you could see our face on the podcast. Do you, have, do you have like a do you have like a smaller bottle of this in your pants that you're just sort of when I'm looking away you're pouring more in? I I'm just, yeah I'm pouring I'm just pouring water. You in bring there. a JP Weiser's with you every week and you just pour a little, like when There's I'm not a barrel. Looking. You haven't noticed that barrel of JP Weiser's in your backyard here, Ben? I would have I rolled I would have dumped here. it into the street. Like, uh, it would have been the, the 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 San Fernando Valley JP Weiser's party. <laughs> <laughs> My protest against JP Weiser's. Uh, even college kids would like this shit. This is oh like my god, no. Yeah, I mean, I think he's going to have to calm down a little bit and not be so quick to move outside the pocket. I think he's going to have to run a more structured offense. I know this is what he does, but it hasn't worked since 2013. They've gotten into the playoffs. They've won some playoff games. But I do think he's going to have to be a little bit more structured. I think you're going to see something similar in Pittsburgh this year because Pittsburgh's offensive line, you know, is brand new for the most part. Four of the five or four, yeah, four, four brand new well, once Banner started last year, part of the game, but either way, it's essentially four guys that are brand new up on the offensive line for him. And you're going to see, you know, how he even saw a little bit of how Roethlisberger handled it tonight mm-hmm. when that offensive line continued to break down. But they actually did play over. They, they played pretty well. They played all right, but he was he didn't run 40 yards to the sideline. No, but I mean, that's what Russell Wilson is used to. And race. Russell Wilson also has the legs where he's capable to do that sort of thing. Whereas right Roethlisberger, now. right now, yeah. I mean, he's not, he's not a, a, you know, a young, fresh out of college quarterback. I mean, he's, yeah, he's been in the 32. league for... Yeah, I, I know that. But I mean, even 32 in, you know, in terms of NFL players. Well, even I mean, Rodgers can move still. Rodgers can sort of move. But he likes to hold that quad just to show you that yeah. he's running in pain. Yeah, <laughs> so exactly, like, exactly. I'm, I'm running, but I'll show you he's guys. He's got the that NBA I'm, uh, shaking my yeah, arm. Yeah, oh, my yeah. hurts, oh, but I'm still going to chuck this three up. <laughs> yeah, but I think Russell Wilson, I mean, just with the way, you know, the offensive line has played over the years, he's just sort of, I mean, he's just used to running around in the pocket. I mean, I, 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 he, I mean, what he's been doing with the terrible offensive line is still pretty spectacular. But you can't I mean, count just, on those spectacular plays yeah. in the fourth quarter, game after game. But he and, does it. Though. What do you think about letting Russell Wilson change any play, any time at the line of scrimmage? Very few people have the right to. You know, uh, yeah. I think he I think Rodgers <laughs> can do that. I think Ben Roethlisberger can do that. Yeah, I think, I think Tom Brady changed, can do that. Um, but very few people can do that. Yeah, he, he should have changed. Uh, maybe had Marshawn Lynch run it in the, I don't play, know if he would in the been Super Bowl. Able to, that was after a timeout. Yeah, maybe maybe do that. Maybe that was the only one play in his career that he probably should have changed from a pass. But to would a run. you let a player like Russell Wilson, who obviously Russell wants Wilson, yes. to pass the ball more and is yeah. looking for a trade next year or looking to leave next year after when he's opt out, would you let him go to Chicago, Denver, <laughs> the, the uh, Las Vegas Raiders? Would you let him change? Uh, you know, would you give him free reign to change plays at the line of scrimmage? Yeah. Him, yeah, of course. I mean, he's been in the league long enough, and and he's he's a smart enough quarterback where he can make the right call on the field in those situations. Yeah, of course I would. I would too, because Pete Carroll has a long contract; it's guaranteed money. Uh, Russell Wilson wants free reign. Yeah, he wants more control. He wants to, you know, be a bigger well, part Carroll's of the offense. More... Give it to him and see what happens. Yeah, and Pete Carroll has been, I mean, you know, in the league, he's just been more of a defensive-minded coach. And and Chris Carson-minded as, coach. As far as, you know, and off, Marshawn Lynch offensive minded coach. If, if, if Andy Reid is his coach, you know, you do what Andy Reid tells you to do. Um, but, you know, I, with, you know, with 
with the coaching that they have in Seattle right now, you know, let let Russell cook. Yeah. I, I, well, we'll see. I mean, it's it's interesting because I think they're going to have to because they have some spectacular receivers. Because we don't know what Matt Stafford's going to give you because he hasn't played in preseason and he's not gonna. Um, you know what he's going to give you. Oh, uh, we'll see. He's never played on a good team, but he played well on a bad team. <laughs> he, but that's what I mean. So I'll be curious to see. What, but that's if, if assuming Matt Stafford plays really, really well, that division they're going to have to win thirteen or fourteen games well, to win the division. Yeah, probably to get that by. Potentially, they're going to they, to get the by. They might have to win fourteen games. Yeah, I mean the weakest link in that division right now is Arizona. I mean Arizona's probably going to finish fourth if Larry Fitzgerald's not coming back. San Francisco. I'm not very high on San Francisco right now. Probably finish third. What? First and you second. Don't think, I mean, Jimmy G. I first mean, and come second. On. You could name you could name the the Washington team, the no, Washington I mean, Garoppolo. With, 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 just with, so there's a team that's named after him. With Robert Sala leaving, and you know Sala actually looked pretty good too. Calling uh, you know the game today with uh, with the Jets. Yeah, he did. But um, you know, I mean, he looked like he was in, in, in command of of you know whatever was going on. But you know, it, it, it's gonna be a battle between the Rams and the Seahawks in this division, and I would definitely give. Russell Wilson full reign with the offense because he's been doing it for so long now. He understands the game so well. I mean, you get into that zone, like Roethlisberger, for instance, you know, these guys that are, you know, tenured players that know the game so well, that have seen every defensive scheme, every defensive setup that is out there. And, and you know, I mean, the coaches know just as well, but you're on the field looking at these guys. You see what's going on. I would definitely give Russell Wilson full reign, 100%. If he wants to change the play, let him do it. See what happens. All right. Do you smell what Russ is cooking? <laughs> let Russ cook. Are you ready to move on, Franny? That tell it like it cook. <laughs> he's going to cook and he's going to dance in his walk-in closet with his wife. Franny, what's next up on a big board? That's it for the NFL News this week. Went a little long because we had the... Know, uh, we, had, we talked about some games. We talked about the Eagles getting shut out. I was hoping the Steelers were going to shut out the Lions so that we could, well, I mean, we could pitch their, a shutout. They took their foot off the gas a little bit there. A little bit yeah. off, yeah. yeah. A little yeah. bit. They, they finally got the starters. And the, at least for the that's receiving. what happens when you put Mason Rudolph in the game. <laughs> yeah. Actually, he didn't, he didn't look that bad. I was he actually, didn't look that bad, he look, but he had but, the first-team receivers you know, in there, for, too. For, for Dwayne Haskins, I mean, still, Dwayne Haskins... Is a better, better looking. And he had player. the scrubs with him. Yeah, not scrubs. I shouldn't say that they're better than you know. I every, ben, every CFL. I watched a CFL game. This you know, week. Ben, I, I, I think... did watch a CFL game. The commentators are pretty freaking amazing, actually. Really? I, yeah, I watched like it was like. I guess you have to make it exciting for people that are it was watching like Edmonton you know, or subpar football. But it was actually not. I mean, it was Edmonton Oilers. It was pretty good. I can't remember what their name. <laughs> are they Edmonton Oilers too? The names are pretty bad. Do I mean, it wasn't a bad game. Edmonton Oilers do <laughs> do. do? <laughs> It actually wasn't a bad game. Edmonton Oilers, toi? Toi. <laughs> <laughs> we got the Calgary Manisha, toi. Taking the field. <laughs> the, entire, the entire country is French now. <laughs> That's true, they're not all It is the Montreal Goudas. <laughs> yeah, but uh, Ottawa. Ottawa is. That's the French... Montreal. Region. Montreal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Montreal. <laughs> Montreal. All right. <laughs> Wait, did I just get something in geography that Friday didn't get? The Montreal Blue? Because this would be the first, because uh, I'm talking about, like, is it? Uh, is it Ottawa? Ottawa is, like, pretty. That's like uh, there's a, that's also, like, a... Doesn't uh, does Ireland border <laughs> on Scotland? And Friday's like, no, you fucking idiot. So maybe I just got one. We'll look this up after the yeah, show. But I think no, I might I'm just finally... I'm pretty sure Ottawa is... All, Calgary, be, maybe not so much, but... It might be my first... 
geography <laughs> dunk on Friday after 180, 138 Eight episodes. episodes. And uh, next up on the big board band, we have our shout out to our new and loyal listeners out there. All right. We'll run through this as fast as we can. Thank you all new listeners as well as the listeners that have been with us for so long. We truly appreciate each and every one of you. Since 2018, we have been a show about football, fun, friends, whiskey, and beer reviews. And since you're listening tonight, tomorrow, next week, whenever you listen to the show, please consider heading to our website, thirstinggold.buzzbrow.com, or search Thirsting Gold Podcast on the web and subscribe, rate, and review the show. Please tell a friend, a family member, a coworker, a stranger, just one person that you know or someone that you don't know. This is your homework assignment for the week. Just tell one person. To listen to the show, to subscribe to the show, we would truly appreciate it. You can find us on every podcatcher in the universe, but you can also find us on Pandora, Audible, and Amazon Music. If you're listening to your books, you can also get us on Audible. If you're on Amazon Music listening to their interesting library of music, you can get us on Amazon Music. Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, we have your feel-good story. I think it's the last feel-good story that we hear on this podcast until... February, mid-February. Yeah, after the Super Bowl, mm-hmm. after Ben Roethlisberger hoists the Lombardi Trophy Let's over so. the head of so. Aaron Rodgers, or maybe Joe Flacco sending... wins his second. <laughs> well, that's true. That's Super true. Super Bowl. That's true. Well, you're not. I'm not. I'm not. I don't feel bad about not being high on the Eagles because you're so down on of the course, Eagles. I, everybody's down on the fucking. All the Eagles fans are down, and and rightfully so. Not everybody. I'm high on the Eagles. Everybody. I'm Avante Maddox, quarterback. <laughs> I think he, when I was watching him warm up, I was like, he might be better than Joe Flacco. Might be better than uh, than any other quarterback. Well, in the Boston. Stomach hurt. Get a guy with a little yeah. stomach issue. Little, hey, Lamar uh, Jackson had the same issue last year. He just ran to the toilet, took a shit, <laughs> came back in the game. Preseason. Friday. I don't know how these guys do it. Like, seriously, though, we do this podcast about two hours long, two and a half hours. And we got to well, take, yeah, I mean, take multiple pee breaks. I, I, mean, those guys, I don't talk that much. So. Those guys drink Gatorade on the sideline. All all the game long. You're drinking Gatorade on the side. You don't see too many guys taking a leak or running. I mean, Lamar Jackson. They, have, they like, have like a little tent that they put up. Lamar Jackson so is like, I, I I took way, way too much medication for my tooth. I have to run to the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. But they, they do. They have like a little tent that they like stand up around the guys so they uh, can go to the bathroom. Yeah. Well, that's what we need. Yeah, we should. Well, I mean, I'm, I'm happy to do a catheter. <laughs> Before every podcast, just insert a catheter. It's, it's a, no breaks. <laughs> I'll insert yours. It's essentially the you insert my catheter, Ben. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, we've been doing this podcast long enough. I mean, it's essentially like you know. being at a pool bar. Yeah, that's disgusting. <laughs> that is disgusting. <laughs> I would never sit in a pool bar ever. That's why the chlorine. There's a lot of chlorine. I mean, that's why there's a lot of chlorine. There's a lot of chlorine, but there's a lot of uric acid also. Yeah, but the chlorine, it just, you know, bleach yeah, kills everything. That's what you think. <laughs> bleach kills everything. Yeah. All right, wait. Stained. Where like are you. we? We're at the feel-good story? Yeah. All right, catheter. Tua Tagovailoa makes an awesome donation in a rural location. <laughs> Birmingham, Alabama. A nonprofit foundation started by Miami Dolphins well, quarterback. Not that rural. <laughs> and Birmingham is one of the larger cities. No, it was. <laughs> well, it's a big. Yeah, it's like saying it. That's like saying that Zagreb is one of the bigger cities in Croatia. It, it, it's the large. Yeah, it well, is. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, it's not like huge, but still, you know, about seven hundred thousand people. I mean, yeah, I'm not sure. Bur- how large I Birmingham, think Birmingham is maybe just just under, maybe somewhere around there. But I think Birmingham is probably like. 
to maybe it was a rural portion of Birmingham, (laughs) Alabama. Let's see what the population of Birmingham. I mean, Birmingham. I mean, Alabama in general is not, you know, Birmingham. It doesn't have a huge population. Watch it be like forty thousand. Two hundred twelve thousand. That's pretty small. Yeah. Okay. All right. You and your. I did, well, I actually thought I actually thought it was. Wait, be go to, wait, wait, wait. Go back to that website. Now that's the center of the city. It's like you know, like it's like L.A. County. You know, L.A. Los Angeles has like four million, but then like the county has like ten million. Go to Wikipedia, right there on the right on the right side of the screen. Uh huh. And then click on that, and then let's see. Scroll down just a little bit more, and then a little bit more. <laughs> Let's see. Okay, let's let's see what the city two hundred seven estimate two hundred nine. Yeah, but urban seven hundred forty nine thousand. Metro one million one hundred fifty one thousand. So that's that's kind of what you want to look at because when they say Los Angeles has four million people, there's not way even. more. Not even than whatever. But but there's way more than four million people in the county of LA. So I'm sure Birmingham. You know, even though it has maybe Birmingham like. That center yeah, portion. Yeah. There's like 150 cities and uh, and townships. Yeah. So I'm sure Birmingham is is it's not that small, right. but still though. All right, small. a nonprofit foundation <laughs> started by Miami Dolphins quarterback Tua Tagovailoa in a small rural location oh. said it would <laughs> said it would donate ninety three thousand dollars to this metropolis <laughs> in Alabama. Well, actually, sorry. This is a serious subject. Tua Tagovailoa Thursday said he would donate $93,000 to an Alabama girl's home to cover the funeral expenses of eight children killed in a horrific interstate crash in June. The Tua Foundation said the donation to the Tallapoosa County. Tallapoosa County. I wonder what the the, the population is of Tallapoosa County. Look it up. Tallapoosa County Ranch would also pay for counseling and ranch residents who lost loved ones in the wreck, which happened as a van was returning to the central Alabama facility following a beach trip in June. The chain reaction pileup was the most devastating blow from a tropical depression that unleashed flash floods and tornadoes in Alabama. Money was raised during a Luau with Tua event in Tuscaloosa, where Tagovailoa played for the University of Alabama and the NFL player gave another $46,500. The generosity of the Alabama community was very moving through the entire luau, and my heart goes out to the Tallapoosa County Girls Ranch families, he said. Members and staff are grieving this tragedy. We hope this donation will provide some support and extra care during this difficult time. A preliminary report released this week by the National Transportation Safety Board said a commercial truck operated by California, oh boy, California-based Hanson and Atkins Auto Transport hit a sport utility vehicle that was stopped because of an earlier minor crash. That began a chain reaction that included another tractor-trailer rig operated by Asmat Express, which hit the van. Eight children, ranging from the ages of 3 to 17, died in the van, and a Tennessee man and his daughter died in another vehicle. The report described the crash but did not place blame or say what caused the wreck, which happened on Interstate 65, about 35 miles south of Montgomery. Our hearts go out to those affected because the investigation is ongoing. will be premature to comment uh, other than we are cooperating with the appropriate authorities, said Tom Terry, manager, director of human resources. A memorial service was held last month for the children who died in the van, which was driven by the ranch director who lost children, who lost two children and two nephews in a wreck. Tua, give the guy credit. Yeah. Because I didn't hear about this. Mm-mm. Only someone who actually has, you know, roots and a connection to the community would have heard about something like this and known that this specific group of people needed this specific need. Yeah. I mean, and, and, and you know, he's playing in Miami now. I mean, so that still 
seems like he's still paying attention to what's going on, you know, to where he played college ball, college ball. And, you know, much credit Depressing to story to, for the last good story. It is. It is. Yeah, I know. Seriously, Ben. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I mean, $93,000, it's, you know, it's a pretty good chunk of change, you know, from it, it's still his, you know, rookie contract yep. and to give up that, you know, amount of money to help the victims of that tragedy, you know, uh, much. I mean, it, it really shows the kind of guy that he is um, as far as, you know, his football playing abilities, not 100% sure there. But as far as a person, a, a human Human, bo- a human being, though, good fucking dude. Yeah, I mean, I just when I read this, I was like, I can't believe that this 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 small they never heard about it community here. lost eight young children in a crash, and probably not from a prosperous part of the country. And to donate that amount of money so that everyone can get a proper service and a proper burial and a proper uh, psychological counseling that they need, I just thought, wow. I mean, you really have to be paying attention to your local community, to mm-hmm. where you're from. To even know that something like this yeah. happened, so he's clearly paying attention. And do it quietly too. Yeah, you know, he's not like he's not putting it out there on you know social media. I'm like, you know, if if it was uh, you know like LeBron James or something, he would probably let everybody know, like, hey, look what I'm doing. Well, before, Whereas, during, and after. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> before. Whereas Tua did it very quietly. The only reason we're hearing about it is because you searched for it, and it was deep and, in the Googles. Yeah. And Which in, is a pretty news, sad, in a newspaper right? from Alabama, not in USA Today, yeah. not in the New York Times. Right. It was in, only in a newspaper in Alabama. Which is pretty sad. I mean, it's pretty sad that you don't hear about these things. You hear about all the negative shit in the world, but all the good stuff that some of these players are doing, and you bring them to light you know, every single week, at least what you can find, because I'm sure there's a lot of stuff that other guys are doing that you probably can't hear any news about. Oh, you're not going to you know, find it unless yeah. somebody reports on it. Yeah. There's local news, you know. Only local news is going to pick up on this stuff. Mm-hmm. So maybe I'll start watching uh, local news. Yeah. And we'll, we'll hear about something the Rams are doing in uh, Los Angeles, potentially. Uh, they got McVay a very nice draft home. Like, you know, for the draft, yeah. they're like, hey, we got this Malibu palace for you. That's like the only thing you'll hear. Yeah, exactly. Cliff Kingsbury, it looks really nice yeah. over there where it's 120 fucking uh. degrees and there's no water for a thousand miles. <laughs> I got the beach the out grass, my front window, buddy. The grass is nice and lush, though. The, the grass is lush, but it's literally, you know, you will die if you try to walk 10 minutes outside your front door. But, you know, good for good for, uh, good yeah, for, for Tua sure. Tagovailoa. I mean, you know, I, 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 don't, I don't dislike the guy. I mean, I still doubt his talent for this league, but seems like a, you know, Stand I mean, doing this is fucking awesome. Yeah, good for him. For sure. That's amazing. All right, Franny, what's next up on the big board? Next up, Ben, on the big board, we have the tag stat of the week. Thurston Goal stat, of the, stat of the week. Probably last stat of the week also before Probably. the beginning of the season. Yeah, what would you like to have as our as our companion segments oh. after the league? Actually, I can't remember what we did last year. I'm not sure what we did, but I, I don't we know if we went right into the drinking games. or if we had I, something in between. I think we might have gone straight because it was it was – that's a long portion of the show where we go over the games. I mean, because we watch as much as we you know can. I mean, unfortunately, our Sundays are consumed by football. Not unfortunately. Yeah. It's, unfortunately, I mean, it's unfortunately, <laughs> my Sundays are consumed with eating ribs. Yeah. <laughs> Great steak. <laughs> if only I could dig a hole in the ground instead. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not sure what it was, but I, you know, the, the uh, that portion of the show goes on for quite a bit. But yeah, there's a lot to talk about. Yeah, I think it was games. Well, I think we did news and then games and then drinking. Yeah, probably. I mean, I could check the agendas from back then, but maybe yeah, this year we'll do the show. This year we should probably do 
games and then news and then yeah. Do you want to take a break or do you want to go right into it? You know what? After those shots, let's take a break. Let's take a quick break. All right, everyone, take hey, care. Everyone, take care. <laughs> take care. <laughs> All right, we'll be we'll be right back with our Stelloe. Ben, you take care. <laughs> All right, and we are back with our tag stat of the week. Thurston Goal stat of the week, Ben. And what's our stat this week? Well, in honor. Am I going to have to take another shot? In honor of the the Philadelphia Eagles. Okay. And the Dallas Cowboys. And the Washington Armadas. Union. (laughs) And the Washington Independents or the Union. I I thought we'd go through... The best, well, the secondaries ranked 32nd to first. All the secondaries out didn't there. Did we do this already? No, we didn't do it. Uh, okay. This is the updated secondary ranking. Oh, okay. It's the entire secondary, and it's something that the Eagles are always very, very good at. Oh, yeah. This is their strong suit. So are you ready, Franny? I thought the Eagles' strong suit was drafting good players. <laughs> the, the, the Eagles' strong suit is drafting Jalen Ragor, who I think was drafted in the first round, if I um, if I'm not mistaken, yeah, he went, and one, now he's about to get cut. One <laughs> reception for five yards. Congratulations! <laughs> so number thirty-two, Franny, no surprise, the Atlanta Falcons. But coming in at number thirty-one, Franny, yeah, the Dallas Cowboys. What say you at thirty-one? I don't, I don't disagree with that. I mean, actually, the Dallas Cowboys, their secondaries, it it, it struggled. I mean, last year it struggled. Um, and I'm actually, I mean, that them and the Eagles are pretty terrible in 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 that portion of the game. I mean, it's, their secondary sucks. Yeah, but I think the Dallas Cowboys definitely improved this year with Kevin Joseph and Nation Wright. No, yeah, because everybody knows who Nation Wright is. <laughs> <laughs> you call him Nation. Nation <laughs> Wright. Sorry, but I think the Dallas Cowboys are going to be much better than this. Much I, better than this. I, you know, I, I think they're. Their linebacking core might be a little bit better, but as far as their secondary is concerned, I, yeah, I, I still see them at the bottom. I don't see them maybe as thirty-one, but I see them lower in the league for sure. All right, I disagree. Thirty, the Detroit Lions. We saw a little bit of that today. Yeah, they're they're bad everywhere. Guys running wide open all over the field. Number twenty-nine, the Las Vegas what? Raiders. Or do you know what? Do you want to go through? I don't know if you know about this. In fact, maybe we'll just switch gears real quick. <laughs> Would you rather go through? The Chris Sims top forty quarterbacks in the league. You know what? Let's do that. Yeah, let's, let's do that because you know we know we kind of know who you know the quarterback. Because he league, does but... this every year, and every year yeah. it's a whole bunch of like ridiculous, you know, commentary about it. Uh, let's see. Let's. You want to go through? Well, well let's, there it is. Right there. there it is. All right. Number forty. Because I I know you don't want to talk about secondaries because I saw your eyes were like oh secondaries who cares I you know it's it's oh actually well because of Ante I mean Maddox. if the top five secondaries in the league are you know the best from six and down they're all pretty much the same I mean you know the the, the Cowboys secondary is going to be very similar to the Eagles I mean you know the the top five because secondaries cornerbacks in the league are for some reason so difficult to find. Whereas there's only like really five good teams out there that have a really good secondary. The rest, they're really 
pretty right? average. They're pretty average. I mean, they're really not that great. There are yeah. a lot of failed wide receivers out there. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. All right, so we'll go through the top. Chris Sims, he does this every year. Every year he releases like 10 quarterbacks a week or something like that. Mm-hmm. And it, it creates a lot of consternation, a lot of argument out there. Yeah, like the top 100 from NFL yeah. Network. Yeah. Chris Sims, he does it every year. A lot of people respect Chris Sims. I like Chris Sims personally. I don't mind him. Uh, I think he's a pretty smart dude. So we're going to rank. He's like a nice guy. We're going to give the you Chris Sims care. top 40. You take care of Chris Sims. <laughs> you take care of Chris Sims. This is a few weeks ago, but I still think that it's timely. Uh, number 40, Case Keenum. Uh, you know, he, he could definitely start somewhere. If, if if a starting quarterback goes down somewhere in the league and they, they get really desperate and they need to bring really somebody desperate. in. Really desperate. Really desperate. I mean, Case Keenum filled in pretty well. And actually, I don't, I'm not even sure if they should have moved on to Kirk Cousins. Nobody should move on to Kirk Cousins. Case Keenum, because Case Keenum had something there. Yeah. That Kirk Cousins connection. just doesn't. Yeah. And yeah. Stefan Diggs might still be there. Maybe. Yeah. Number 39, Justin Field, Chicago. All yeah. the way down at 39, Franny. Hard to judge. He's still new. Hard to judge. But I like I like what I've seen so but far. But I like where this is going yeah. with the quarterbacks that people took that aren't very good. Mm-hmm. 38. Trey Lance, San Francisco, way down there at 38. Uh, you know, I actually might have Justin Fields just ahead of Trey Lance. I mean, from what I've seen so far yep. in the preseason, I would say Justin Fields is better than Trey Lance at the moment. Yeah, I agree. Could prove me wrong right at the beginning of the season, though. Uh, number 37, Kellen Mond, another pick this year in Minnesota, who will probably end up starting when Kirk Cousins completely shits the bed this year. <laughs> number 36, Marcus Mariota. With the Vegas Raiders, says he wants to be a starter somewhere. Still outside the top 32. He could be a starter in Las Vegas right now. Yeah. Oh, come on. Derek, <laughs> Carr, is, Derek Carr is very good. Is he He's really very that good. great? He's is he, very is good. he that much better He's very good. than Marcus Mariota? Because very good. Marcus Mariota. Much better. Marcus Mariota could Marcus probably. Marcus Mariota is just a hair, hair worse than uh, Ryan Tannehill. Where just a hair. Marcus Mariota start? Marcus Mariota. Tennessee. He could no, come on, I, I no, I, I Tennessee is okay right now at the quarterback position. Are he they? could, are they? He could go to Houston. I mean, is is he is he is he any worse than what they have over there? <laughs> no, he did, well, yeah. <laughs> well, no, he's better than what they have. Yeah, over exactly. There. I mean, he's, he's, he, he could start for Houston. They have a guy that's going to federal prison over there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, no, but I'm like, I'm just, I'm, 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 I don't think Deshaun Watson's going to play at all for Houston. And if you have to replace him with somebody. Why not Marcus Mariotti? Mar- he's played. He played a few. Yeah, and he wants to be a starter. Years. I mean, I, I, I think I still think he can be a starter I in agree. the league if a team is very desperate. I agree. Number thirty-five, Tyrod Taylor, still hanging around. Marcus Mariotti's better. Yeah, and he's going to be the starter in Houston. Number thirty-four, Friday. This will warm the cockles of your heart. Tua Tagovailoa, all the way down at thirty-four, outside the top thirty-two for a starter. From what we saw last season. I'm saying uh, that's pretty fair, actually. Because look at the guy that's above him. Drew Locke at 33. See, I think Drew Locke is better than the next quarterback on this list. Actually, no, maybe not. But there's a few quarterbacks right there that he could be better than. Um, But Drew Locke, from what I've seen in the preseason, pretty solid. Yeah, me too. I agree. Uh, Teddy Bridgewater coming in at 32. I think he's a known quantity. I don't think he can move around too much. Uh, Yeah, I think we've seen his ceiling. Yeah. Decent but not anywhere beyond where he is right now. This is kind of where he is at. And that's that's yeah. it. But here's the first shaft of the list. Jared Goff coming in at 31. Should be much higher on this list. A little bit higher. A little bit much higher. higher. Yeah, a little bit higher. In the top 20. 
a little bit higher. <laughs> <laughs> Number 30, coming in ahead of Jared Goff, Mac Jones. See, we don't even New know. England. Like, how is Jared Goff worse than Mac Jones? We don't even have. We don't even know well, what this have, guy can do his, in the league. You have his tape. You know what he can do, what in he can't the, do. In college, yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, Alabama, that's not college. That's Alabama. It's college. <laughs> <laughs> it's, but it's as close to semi-pro as you're going to get in college. Uh, yeah, but I mean, he hasn't played one snap of professional football yet, and they're rating him above a guy that went to the Super Bowl? Yeah. That's stupid. Next up, Andy Dalton, who I would probably have down there at about 39, but Andy Dalton, for some strange reason, coming in at 29, after today's performance, I would say, definitely should be lower on this list. I, I know you like him. I think that's a fair rating for him. Yeah. Uh, number 28, Trevor Lawrence. Already up at twenty. Yeah, that's also stupid. But he's below Zach Wilson. I, I think anyone he's below guys... Zach Wilson who comes in at twenty seven. What say you about the generational talent coming in below? I think well, the Zach Wilson, BYU grad. Zach Wilson should also be a bit. Daniel Jones actually, which is the next quarterback Come here. On, Daniel Jones. Daniel is good. Jones did not. He in the regular season he didn't show as much poise as Zach Wilson showed today. Well, Ever I mean, in he's his also career. playing for the Giants with no Saquon Barkley, so, no receivers. The Jets? So he's, I mean, Zach Wilson's playing for the Jets. Well, that's true, but at least they have some decent offensive line. They've got a, you know, defense is coming oh, yeah, together. They're, 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 yeah, they're going to go to the Super Bowl for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Just like last they're gonna year. They're going to win they 10 games. They're going to win 10 games. Yeah. But I mean, that's, that's, that's stupid. Jets are going to win 10 games. Mark it. Uh, 26, Daniel Jones. Number 25, Jameis Winston way up there. Looks like he's going to be the starter, too. I would rather have him as a star. Yeah, over over Taysom Hill, who they also have there. Yeah, who's, who's next? 24. Taysom Hill at twenty five. That is or twenty four. Twenty four. That doesn't make any yeah, sense. Yeah, that's the first complete. Taysom bust. Hill. Taysom Hill should be at number forty. Yeah. Case Keenum should be thirty nine. Yeah. For Taysom Hill to even make this list, that tells me Chris Sims. Yeah. Might have been uh, in a state where marijuana is legal. <laughs> uh, twenty three. Ryan Fitzpatrick. Okay. Agreed? I don't. I don't. I mean, he should be in the twenties. But here we go. Number twenty two. That's Ben this Roethlisberger. Is disrespectful. At 22, that at is 22. Disrespectful. Oh my God, Chris Sims. Chris Sims. I mean, you're I'm, Chris Sims, not I'm Phil just, Sims. I'm just looking at some of these quarterbacks ahead of him, and that is very and fucking dis- Jimmy Garoppolo. Very disrespectful. At 21, are you kidding me? Jimmy Garoppolo at number 21, a Hall of Famer, better than Ben Roethlisberger. Sam Darnold at number 19, better than Ben. Ro- are you serious? Yeah. This is why I want. This is probably better list to go through than the secondaries. You're like, I don't. I think Chicago's secondary is much better than the Panthers' secondary. Are you kidding me? But how do you have Ben Roethlisberger at 22 behind Jimmy G and Sam yeah. Darnold next on the list? And then Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz at 18. And if <laughs> you saw the and if you saw the Colts game today with what's his name in the game, it looked like a train wreck in, in uh, Indy today. Yeah, and then also Joe Burrow. Joe Burrow at 17 above Ben Roethlisberger. I mean, I don't, I'm not sure what's going on this year and why. The Steelers are getting so much disrespect. I don't get it. I, I, mean, I don't as, get it either. They were they went eleven and zero. No matter how the season ended last season, you know where they completely shit the bed. They did, but they went a eleven bit, and zero. A little bit of bed shitting. No, maybe you know. Yeah, yeah. A, a little bit of diarrhea. A, not much. A little chamber pot issue. They could have got <laughs> to the chamber pot. But come on, man. I mean, Ben Roethlisberger can yeah. can still throw for five thousand yards in this league. Yeah, twenty. I mean, ahead of Jimmy G, Sam Darnold, <laughs> eighteen Carson Wentz, seventeen, uh, sixteen Kirk Cousins. Why yeah. the love for Kirk Cousins? Can anybody explain? Can some human being on this planet explain to me the love for, for the perennial underachieving Kirk Cousins, who almost blew his own eyeballs out of his socket winning a playoff game? Because that is his that is his pinnacle of achievement in his entire professional career yeah. was winning a playoff game against the Saints. Yeah. 
I mean, it was it was a good win, but still, I it mean, was it, a win. It was a win. But Kirk Cousins should be below Joe Burrow, not below Carson Wentz, maybe below Sam Darnold, definitely above Cam Newton, but definitely not ahead of Ben yeah. Roethlisberger. They get no love. I mean, Roethlisberger gets no love at all. I mean, Cam Newton at 20 and Ben Roethlisberger at 20. What, what the fuck did Cam <laughs> Newton do last year that warrants a rating at 20? Yeah, exactly. He, he averaged 120 yards a game. I mean, that's that's not is that is that not good? Oh, my God. But coming in at 15, Matt Ryan, your Matt Ryan. Matt Ryan should actually be a little bit higher. He yeah. should be above Derek Carr, that's for sure, and Baker Mayfield. And Ryan Tannehill, <laughs> actually, yeah. And he should be above Dak Prescott, too. No. Yes. No. Yes. No. No. no, I want to see what Dak Prescott can do this year. I mean, Dak Prescott is a solid QB. Don't get me wrong. As much as I hate the Cowboys, I do fucking hate them. He's a solid QB, but he's not better than Matt Ryan right now. You hate them? Yeah, I don't, yeah, that's a shot. <laughs> I don't know what, how, why is that a shot? You hate, well, I, I did, if you say fuck the Cowboys, that's a shot. But you could say I hate the Cowboys. I do hate the it? Cowboys. That's a shot. Oh, oh, fine, a little, a little shot. Fine, small one. Where's where's the my shot glass? There's my shot glass. All right, maybe I'll finally finish what's left in that one. <laughs> no, seriously, I don't know. It seems like your shot glass is filling up as quickly as this whiskey <laughs> bottle right here. Uh, Derek Carr at fourteen. And then Baker Mayfield. Well, you're high on on Derek Carr. I like Derek Carr. He just he's a garbage team. He's on a garbage team with a garbage owner with a garbage head coach. I mean, it's hard to it's hard to really know how good he can be when he's when he's when he's in the terrible situation that he's in. I wouldn't let May, Mark Mayock run a Midas muffler shop. <laughs> I wouldn't let John Gruden coach Cheers. Cheers. A, an LAUSD charter football team. Cheers to you, man. Let's do it. Oh my god, that's gross! Why did I want to do that? Well, it's a little bit colder outside, so that's, it's a little bit better than when it's, it's chilled, not, just it's slightly. Not, it's not better, just slightly. Oh, but Baker Mayfield coming in at third, but Derek Carr—he's Derek Carr's I, never I, had an opportunity. I think, I think Derek Carr is a better quarterback than Baker Mayfield. I agree. I agree. And I think both of them are better than Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill coming in at number twelve, and Ryan Tannehill, Derek Henry has a way of making Ryan look Tannehill good. should be at 20. twenty-five. Now I think Ryan Tannehill should be at twenty. Eh, lower. Uh, but Ben Roethlisberger should definitely be in the top 10, if not maybe even 11 right outside the top 10. Yeah, definitely in the top 10. Uh, coming in at 11, Justin Herbert. Oh, how the mighty have risen. Thank goodness. Uh, amazing rookie season. Um, and, and he could be 11, but he's still unproven. Yeah. Still. I mean, as, as, it's, as. It's the Chargers, though, much like the Raiders. I mean, it's the yeah. Chargers. As great as he played. I still wouldn't rate him above some of these other quarterbacks. I'm not sure if he's that much better than Joe Burrow, who's at number 17, and then they have at number 11. Oh, he's better. Is he that much? I mean, is he six Well, based mainly better? on my my prediction yeah, for him well, coming into the season, coming are, into the league. Are you saying you hate Cincinnati, Ben? <laughs> is that what you're trying to say? <laughs> no, I'm not saying anything. <laughs> Keep that thing away from me. Uh, Tom Brady coming in at number 10. That's stupid. I think I fucking won another Super Bowl. <laughs> <laughs> and he's ready to right below Dak Prescott. Funny. It's only seven. He's Tell, call me when he gets to ten. When he gets to ten, <laughs> then we can talk about Roger Staubach and you know. And he's rated below Dak Prescott, <laughs> Matt Stafford, and Kyler Murray and Lamar Jackson. That's almost as disrespectful as Ben Roethlisberger. That is twenty two. That's disrespect. That's stupid. I mean, Tom Brady should be number one or number two. I mean, it, it, I mean, just, he should be in the top five. You <laughs> should still be in the top five, no matter what his age is, but his accomplishments so far. Last year, he won the fucking Super Bowl. <laughs> I know. I know. And, I, I, and some of these other guys were competing. Uh, coming in at number nine, Dak Prescott. Your Dak Prescott. I won't make you do a shot no matter what you say. 
Because I don't I mean, want to do, Dak, I, like, wanna do well, it I said some good things about Dak, Dak Prescott right now. Dak Prescott is not better than Tom Brady. <laughs> Dak Prescott is not what? better than he's not better than Matt Ryan. He's not. He's not better than Ben Roethlisberger. I agree with you. He's not. I actually agree with you. I, I just don't even understand how he can be on this list because look at the guys that are ahead of him. Uh, Matthew Stafford at number eight. We just don't know, but I think that that's fair. I, that's a fair rating. Yeah. But seven, Kyler Murray above Tom Brady. And Kyler above, Murray above Ben Roethlisberger. Ben Roethlisberger. <laughs> Tyler Mur- Kyler Murray above Matt Ryan. Uh, above Derek Carr. So and I think Carson Derek, Wentz. I even. think Derek, no, Carson Wentz is not a better quarterback, but Derek Carr, <laughs> Derek uh, Carr is a better, like you said, he just plays on a bad team, but Derek Carr has potential in this league for sure. Oh my God. Number six, Lamar won a playoff game in my fifth season, Jackson. Yeah. Well, I mean, he should be in the top 10. I, I still think regular season wise, but number top six, 10, not six though. I would say maybe number 10. Uh, number five, Russell Wilson. He's in the top five. I think he's in the top two. Yeah. Well, if, if when I look at number two, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, next up, Deshaun Watson at number four. Take yeah. him, take him off the list. I mean, Deshaun Watson together. I think Deshaun Watson in general is a top five quarterback. I you know I hope he comes back and he plays football and he goes you know he gets through all these legal issues that he's having unfortunately he's having them with the um, fbi now yeah but deshaun watson <laughs> though as a quarterback talent is a top five talent in the league for sure oh i, mean, I agree yeah i agree for sure i just think it's going to be really hard for him in the next yeah. couple of years uh number three aaron Rodgers. this is stupid this is stupid where should he be he should be at least at number two. Oh fucking christ really look at number two look who they have at look who he has at number two Josh Allen is better than Aaron Rodgers. I mean, I, if, Josh if Allen, who's me, elevated by me, the receivers on it, his team. If it were me, it would be Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, Russell Wilson, and, and Ben Roethlisberger on the at, at the top four. Hey, well, Mahomes and Mahomes. Sorry. Yeah, Mahomes yeah. would be up there, number two. Mahomes would be, but I mean, number one. Or I number think two. based on Mahomes your record, based on one, winning games. I don't know how you don't have Ben Roethlisberger up here. I don't know how you don't how you have Josh Allen who's one. A couple playoff games now, but he's only had one really good season. But he's at number two over Aaron Rodgers, over Deshaun Watson, over Russell Wilson. That doesn't make any sense. Even even Lamar Jackson. I mean, how much more has he done than Lamar Jackson in this league? Less. I mean, he, he won a few extra playoff yeah. games, but in the regular season, Lamar Jackson doesn't have the same wide receiver talent that and he never will. Josh with, with John Harbaugh, yeah. yeah, he never will. So yeah, it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, I agree. And number one, your. Patrick Mahomes. I don't know if I'd put Patrick Mahomes at number one anymore. Uh, I would. I would, I would put Wilson. Or or, I put Wilson Rogers or Watson up there. Well, he, I mean, he he single handedly kept Kansas City in in the Super Bowl. I mean, he he was the one guy on that team. He was the one bright spot on that team because of the offensive line injuries. I mean, some of those stro- throws yeah, that Russell he made. Wilson's been playing without without tackles his entire career. Yeah, he hasn't been to the Super Bowl in a while. <laughs> <laughs> that's, All right, that's true. <laughs> That's true. But yeah, I mean, if it were me, it would be number one would be probably, well, number one's going to be Tom Brady. Number two is probably going to be Patrick Mahomes, then Russell Wilson, then Deshaun Watson, then Ben Roethlisberger. Yeah, I mean, for, for me, Aaron Rodgers, number one. Uh, Mahomes, number two. Russell Wilson, number three. Tom Brady, number four. Only based on age. But how do you, I mean, Tom, what were, Tom uh, number 10? Yeah, that's, I don't think He that. just won a, what? I mean, Roethlisberger at 22 and John Brady at number 10 mm-hmm. behind Dak Prescott, Stafford, Murray, Jackson. I mean, that to me, that's insane. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. All right, Franny. I knew that would be more fun. But yeah. I mean, how do you have Tom Brady at number 10? <laughs> I know we'll say it's based on talent. It's based on the quarterback position, not based on the team around him. But but Tom Brady clearly has something special mm-hmm. that gets him into these games, regardless of team, and he succeeds in these games. Mm-hmm. You can't argue with that. Yeah. Roethlisberger's got the record of winning games, something that Deshaun Watson doesn't have, something that Josh Allen has one season, Kyler Murray doesn't have, Stafford doesn't have, Herbert doesn't have, Tannehill has a little bit, but Carr doesn't have, Cousins doesn't have, Burrow doesn't have, Wentz, eh, Darnold doesn't have, Newton doesn't have, Garoppolo doesn't have. Mm-hmm. I just can't. I, 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 boggle. I mean, Taysom twenty-two Hill, for Roethlisberger. I mean, Taysom. That Hill, means there's only ten quarterbacks out of thirty-two that are worse than, that are better than worse yeah. than him. But Taysom Hill, though, at number twenty-four. I mean, Taysom Hill could be completely left off this list, and I wouldn't even remember the guy's fucking name. Yeah. Well, let's just throw Tim Tebow up in there. Exactly. Which is essentially who Taysom Hill is. Mm-hmm. All right, Friday. What's next up on a big board? Next up on the big board, Ben. It's our drinking portion of the show. First up, we have the Ooh, shots. Finally, we have our beverage. Then we have our beer. But it's our shot of the week, Ben. And what inspired this particular shot, Friday? Uh, well, just like the last couple of weeks, Ben. Three weeks in a row now, the Steelers have won. We're only going to win 20 more weeks. As long as they continue this hot streak, we're going to continue to bring the hot and spicy shots to the show. And I'll probably run out of ideas eventually. But tonight, Ben. Wait, did you have to think of this one on the fly? Because the Steelers played late. Yeah, I know. I was was thinking about like, I was like, can they possibly lose to Detroit? I I mean, I was already thinking about a spicy shot once I saw who who their opponent was. And I expected a win. Uh, But I didn't know that Ben Roethlisberger was going to play that much. I was actually it's shocked. Only like three series. Yeah, but still though, that's a lot. You don't want to risk any like Najee Harris. I mean, I would not even put that guy out there only at beca- all, just because he's a rookie. I, I think know, they but put him out still, there. I mean, yeah, that's the best running back on the on the, the roster. Only running back <laughs> on the roster. I'm what so- happens to Benny Snell? Anthony McFarland is there. Jalen Samuels is there. Uh, Benny Snell got hurt uh, in the preseason, yeah. so he's rehabbing. Good. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, once you once Najee Harris is done. It, it does leave Anthony McFarland, Jalen Samuels, McFarland and Benny. Actually, McFarland actually looked decent. Not terrible. Yeah, he looked really, Out of Maryland, he's right. not bad. But I yeah. mean, but Najee Harris can catch, can run, can juke, can everything. Run guys over. Yeah. Everything. And uh, so tonight, Ben, uh, you know, the, the shot was obviously inspired by another Steelers victory. And you dubbed this shot, Ben, Big Ben's Spicy Cucumber. And uh, the reason for that is because we do have... Spicy cucumber tequila in the shot. We have jalapeno. Why is everything flavored now? Jalapeno. Mar- Thank God. That's. I mean, <laughs> I want tequila flavored because tequila tastes like shit on its own. Jalapeno margarita mix, Ben, and it's mild. It's gonna be flavored scotch, but it's soon. mild. And uh, a little bit of tapatio that I dropped in there, and on the rim we have tahini. I mean. What is a shot without tahini on the rim? Well, I mean, there is no shot without tahini no, on the rim. Exactly. Why would you even do a shot without tahini on the rim? I don't even know what you would even be thinking about. So look how beautiful that shot is. I mean, it right just looks like lemonade. I mean, it does. It looks like lemonade with tahini. It oh, looks. Smell, just smell it. This it looks like a Cabo trip. Cabo wobble. But smell that. It smells delicious, actually. Oh, it smells nice. Yeah, it does. It smells sweet. It smells tart. It smells spicy. It smells cucumbery. It's refreshing. It smells spicy, and that tahini on the rim. That's good stuff right there. A little bit of tapatio on the bottom. Mm. I'm actually I'm not. I'm not sure how spicy that jalapeno margarita mix is. Being mild. I mean, I'm not sure if it's any spicier than that shot we had last week. That you was got mild. 
They don't have hot. <laughs> I mean, have, it's, it's not a hot sauce, Ben, where you can, it's like, it's it's mild. I mean, it's like, you don't, you don't pour this stuff <laughs> over, have some, you know, uh, you don't, you don't pour it into jalapeno. your, like, you don't pour it into your burrito or anything. <laughs> Why not? Pour it in there. <laughs> All right. Give me some margarita mix. You want to do it? Yeah. Oh, thank you for doing this. Well, cheers to you, Ben. I'm going to, we're going to have to, I'm going to have to, um, you know, I, I don't know, like scour Google for like, because I, I was just looking at Google today to see what spicy shots they would have. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start from like the beginning of the week because it's, it's, I'm running out of options here. I mean, this is like my own shot that I've concocted because everything else out there we've already done. We got quite a so, selection in there. We do. But tonight that won't. All right, let's do this. Cheers okay. to Ben Roethlisberger. Another victory. Back. And he looked good. And in shape. And looked very good. Yeah. Taking his receivers out to dinner. Taking ranked, the rooks out to dinner. Ranked 40th by, <laughs> According to Chris by Sims. Sims. And his vaunted starting career in the NFL. <laughs> Wait, Sims, he played for Cincinnati, right? Uh, Tampa, I think, for a minute, too. Because uh, <laughs> he's Chris Did he, And he played for New York, too, right? Friday. Did he play for New York? Phil Sims. Oh, yeah. An actual quarterback. Yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. I'm getting my Sims mixed up. One won a Super Bowl. One got booted as a starter faster than Brady Quinn. That's right. <laughs> Let's do it. Cheers. Who? Mm. Ah, that's good. It's good. That's too actually good. really good. It was spicier at the bottom than I expected. It was. I probably didn't need to add that type of deal. It was spicier than I expected because I got the first flavor in my mouth. Like, oh, pretty sweet. And I'm like, oh. Yeah, but it's like, it's refreshing, but at the same time, spicy because you can still get that cucumber like that, that uh, the 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 cucumber tequila that was in there. Has actually way more cucumber in it than I thought it would. So you get that nice really good cucumber flavor of cucumber flavor with that nice bite of spice. Too much spice, maybe no need to add that type of deal at all. Oh, definitely, I just didn't definitely think, need. I just definitely yeah, need. Yeah, you barely <laughs> finished that shot. Come on now, you lick off that little bit of top of. Tea. Come on now, <laughs> that's gonna be my. It's probably somebody else's catchphrase already. Hmm. That's really good. That was actually pretty fucking good. I mean, 20 weeks of these? Can you do it? What is the same shot for 20 weeks? Because <laughs> <laughs> the Steelers aren't going to lose again until February. Well, <laughs> I hope not, Ben, but I'm pretty sure they will lose a game. I, don't, I just don't know. I don't, th- I don't know how it's possible. Watch week one. You're so high on the Steelers, and they just completely shit the bed. We got the Bills in week one. Oh, that's, yeah. That's going to be a sweet shot. Well, how do you set up the Bills for the Steelers in Week One? Uh, that's going to be a fun game. Shouldn't to the watch. Bills and Steelers both have an easy game in Week One? That's going to be a be fun like game. A well, yeah, prior that's, that's going to be like the game of the week right there. I'm not sure what other games there are, but that's going to be one of the games of the week. Yeah, I think Dallas play. I can't remember. It doesn't who matter who Dallas else. plays, Ben. <laughs> you want to do another shot? <laughs> I just said it doesn't matter. I didn't say anything negative. I just said it doesn't matter because I even I don't want to touch <laughs> that shit again. Look at the bottle. Still there. It's done. it's full. You would you be mad if I poured half of that bottle out in between now and next? <laughs> uh, just imagine when you come back. It's gonna, like at a quarter. I'm gonna pour like a, just one shot out every <laughs> week until, and then you're just gonna buy the same fucking shit again. It's a punishment shot, so it's appropriate. Yeah, but that's the first punishment shot that feels like an actual punishment, as it should be. I mean, that feels like something you would give to a teenager. When you say something negative about the the Bengals, you you want to think about whether or not <laughs> it's like, you want to. It's like giving a kid a pack of cigarettes and making him smoke them all at the same time. I mean, it's like, yo, you like to drink? Have some of this. You're going to finish this bottle of J.P. Weiser's and see if you ever want to drink again. All right. Oh, where would you rate that shot? I would actually rate that a nine. 
that's actually without the tapatio that I put it at the bottom, added a little too much spice. But without that, with just that jalapeno margarita mix with the cucumber, the spicy cucumber tequila from uh, which who was the maker of that? Because we've had regular tequila from them. It was from El Padrino. El Padrino. And they actually have a mango one, and they have a few other flavors. But mango. this one is actually very good. I mean, that that, that I can really taste the cucumber in that. I'd definitely give it a nine. Very refreshing, spicy at the same time. Go Steelers, Ben. Ten. It has everything. It has spice. It has tequila. It has lemon. It has cucumber. Oh, and it I has... also added some lime to it, too. It has lime. Sorry, not lemon. Lime. It has, you know, tahini. It had. It had a beautiful hot sauce at the bottom. Mm. 10, 10, 10. All right. I'm glad I could bring that to you. I could drink that every week. Well, we'll do it every week now. <laughs> it's only for 20 weeks. And here we are with Big Ben's Spicy Cucumber once again. <laughs> oh, no, got to be a new Episode shot. Episode one. Got to be a new shot every week. Of Thirst and Gold. All right, Franny. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our beverage of the week. And it is something that we did sip on last Friday when you came over. It, it was, was last Friday? It was I think it was last was it last Friday? Huh. I think it might have been last All Friday. Right, last Friday. Okay. Yeah, I think it was last Friday and you were kind enough to bring over this Dalmore Sherry Cask Select and it was more Well, that's why you keep inviting me cuz you know I'm going to bring a bottle every time I come. Now, actually, I only expected to bring a bottle of whatever we have, like a part of the stash. Oh, no, you got to get an original for the house. I mean, you don't, I mean, you don't have to. <clears throat> it's not really at my house. It's at your house. Well, man. that's not my fault. And we've pretty that's much. That's not my fault. We've almost finished that off the entire bottle. That is not my fault. Because it was good stuff. It was good stuff last week. Yeah, how dare you bring a bottle to my house, have me bring it to your house, and have me not take it back to my house. Fuck yeah. you. <laughs> Fuck <No>. you. <laughs> because this seems like a post-editing or a post-podcast editing uh, scotch that's good. that you well, will drink. We'll see. We'll see. Last week it was good, but when you let a scotch breathe just a little bit, it tastes maybe a little bit better. So we'll see how it tastes this week, Ben. Oof. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, we didn't want to try for the longest time because the bottle looks lame. It does look a little, with this little deer that they yeah. have on it. It's like, eh. I'm like, deer? Scotland? What? Like, well, yeah. something doesn't seem to, and then yeah. the bottle's like sort of wide rather than round. Yeah. But I could not have been happier with it when we tried hey, it the first time. We have deer all over the island. <laughs> not over the island. It's sort of an island. But I was like, because I was, I was going back and forth between the 12 and We're the sherry. It's sort of a peninsula with many islands. <laughs> <laughs> many islands. And the Keola. The, wait, the, how do we say Ke- uh Keola. <laughs> but, but how are we supposed to say it? I don't even know anymore. <laughs> All right. I don't even say, is it is it Dalmore? Is it the Dalmore? I think it's the da- Well, no, yeah, I think it's the Dalmore. Yeah, that Dalmore. This is the 96 points at the Ultimate uh, Spirits Competition. Highly rated, Ben. The 12-year-old Sherry Cast Select. The Dalmore 12-year Sherry Cast Select showcases the love affair between Scotland and Spain, using casts from the three historic cooperages in Jerez de la Fontera. The Dalmore has created a new single malt with twice the sherry influence as the traditional 12-year-old. Each cask is seasoned with a special assemblage of aged Oloroso and Pedro Jimenez wines unseen anywhere else. In the industry, the flavor profile, the aroma, caramelized orange, 
ginger, and sultanas. Nice Laced website, with honey. Oh, nice beautiful. Website. Very yeah. classy. You hear that, Kaola? Throw up a website, would you? Uh. On the palate, dark chocolate, cool. crushed almonds with a dusting of cinnamon. And the finishing notes. Sweet, sweet mangoes. Panna cotta and lemon sponge cake. Ooh, you can make an old-fashioned with it. Yeah, but actually scroll up just a little bit. I mean, that. wait, no, scroll down to where that cocktail is right there. That actually looks pretty fucking good. The Almendra. Well, you don't make cocktails. You're sleeping at the wheel. A Dalmore 12-year with two dashes of chocolate bitters. In an old pattern with a with a twist up, well, man, that would taste really fucking good. Like that, that. Well, you don't make cocktails for me at your house. I don't know what to tell chocolate, you. Chocolate, chocolate bitters. You throw a piece of bread bread. and some mortadella at me. You're like fucking eat, eat. <laughs> it's time to go to bed. <laughs> it's time. It's time to go to bed. Did it help though in the morning? Oh, of course, of course. I don't. Uh, last time, I don't know. I don't know if anything would have helped. I don't know if anything. Sure if... I don't think anything would have helped. I don't think. I don't think Ben Roethlisberger <laughs> walking in the door and be like, Ben, get up. We're going for a run. I don't think that. I don't think. Yeah, that. I seriously probably rolled out of bed around noon. I mean, I, you know, I, I, I was like, I, I just couldn't get out of bed. I couldn't roll out. I was, nothing got me out of bed. I was like, fuck, it's noon. I, I, I just I have like to. that morning coffee. I'm like, I don't know why I got up, but I want this morning coffee, and I'd like to feel like shit the rest of the day. That's my plan. <laughs> well, cheers to you, Ben. Let's All right. See, let's get this. Let's get the. We'll get on the news. Let's get Scotland the Brave playing. We got to. You got your glass right there. All right, let's do it. Sniff it. Cheers. I mean, it's very, very cognac-y. Yeah, it's got a nice sherry. It, it's it's just very sweet, very Yeah, see, floral. I like it, and, it, and it's a cognac-y. I get grapes. I do get grapes. Yeah, I definitely get the grapes in there. I think I'm getting a little bit less orange and more grape. Getting the stone fruit. Getting <laughs> apricot. <laughs> I don't get of, it. I, I, I don't, I don't get know. the stone fruit. You always get stone fruit. You want stone fruit. I want the stone fruit. The boulder fruit. Rock fruit. I'm getting a little bit of a nut. <laughs> really, Ben? <laughs> Thanks <laughs> for a TMI, man. <laughs> I am. I'm getting a little bit of a nut. What is... I definitely get the sweetness. The honey... What is the ABV? The honey, the ginger, I get a little bit. Because it's so smooth on the nose. I mean, it's just, you get that sweetness, you get that. No burn. No burn whatsoever. I'm guessing it's 40%. Uh, let's see. Yeah, I think it's just like, I think it's 43%. Slight, I think it's like 86 proof. I think. A slight bit of, just a little bit of wood in there. Just a little bit. Mmm. But I mean that just that beautiful. Oh. I mean, I can really just sniff this all fucking night. I mean, this is a really nice scotch mm. on the nose. You stick your nose down in that Glencairn glass. There's no burn whatsoever. It's just these sweet yeah, it's nice. notes coming through. Man, but primarily little, I little get a little of, bit of sherry grape, and I get a little bit of honey, a little bit of the yeah, a little and bit I of, get a little saltiness, a little bit of caramel too. I'm getting a little bit of caramel notes. You getting the salt? I get a little saltiness in there. A little bit. Smells really good, though. Cheers yeah. to you, Ben. Let's do it. Thank you for the Delmore. Yes, take it home with you. Otherwise, it'll be gone. Well, I mean, well, I'll leave it here because you'll drink it in your post-editing. 
Oh, nice and smooth. A little bit of spice on the, on the finish there. Oh, it's really smooth. Oh, I get that nice cinnamon finish. Mm-hmm. Mm. Ooh. It's nice and sweet on the front. Then it, it's it, it's subdued towards the back, and you get the nice cinnamon, spicy finish. And also, we haven't mentioned the color. The color of this, and I hope it's a natural color, not an additive. It is a beautiful, dark brown, copper sort of color. Oh. I mean, the color of it, it's, it's, it's now actually, I know there's why a little I, bit of, there's a yeah. little bit of red to this too. I mean, it's, it's a really nice color. Yeah. I'm getting a little bit of that dark chocolate, which and, you I know, love. Sonia, Sonia did try it yeah. off the podcast. What was her she uh, really loved consensus? It. She said, this is like drinking fall in a glass. Interesting. Like drink, like on a cold weather night, you drink this maybe with a cigar, maybe just sitting out on the balcony or whatever out in the patio right here, Ben. And I mean, Get a little bit of warmth, that cinnamon finish, that creaminess, just a little bit. Yeah, I get a little bit of dark chocolate. I get a little mm. bit of nuttiness. It actually tastes better. I'm, I, I, I mean, love we, that. I love that cinnamon. We had it last week, but this week it tastes better. I think it had a little bit of chance. It had a chance to breathe, and not getting the mangoes. That that just that 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 smooth sweetness that it has on the back of the tongue with that sort of creamy finish with that little bit of cinnamon. This is really good stuff. So you're saying if they just change their packaging. Yeah. I mean, cause we've avoided it for the longest time. Yeah, I mean, you, you, you look at this, the deer on the, I mean, it just doesn't look like a highly sought after scotch, just the way it's, it's sort of bottled. I mean, you look at some of the other scotches that we've had on the show, they have some really nice classy looking, bottles this one's a little bit different but i think they should really get rid of this like sort of plastic metallic looking deer on the front get rid of that just leave the dalmore on there that's pretty much all i need yeah i get the finish i get a little bit of the i do get a little sweetness a little cakey mm-hmm. I'm, I'm not getting the mangoes i don't get the mangoes on the finish but i do get that sort of sweet bready sort of cookie dry cookie type of finish but i really love the cinnamon i really love the dark chocolate i really love the nose mm-hmm. i mean maybe it's the dark chocolate that drew me in uh that that's why the bottle is uh three quarters of the way yeah empty pretty much all gone <laughs> it's, uh, not much more to finish off there uh but ben where would you rate this scotch on our thirst and gold rating scale i'm gonna give it a nine I'm going to give it a 10. Oh, motherfucker. <laughs> this is. I was going to give it a 10, but I'm like, yeah, if I give it a 10, he's going to give it a 10. What I really love about this scotch is it has scotch characteristics, but on top of that, it has some cognac characteristics as well. I so, finally, I, mean, if, I finally if, got a winner. If I this fucked was, up with if, the art bag, I fucked up with no, the, with the, the art bag. You, you can never fuck up with the art bag. <laughs> well, at the time, at the time, the Glenmorangie eighteen, I, that was not ideal. I come, I finished off that <laughs> bottle. That <laughs> bottle's gone. Yeah, but it wasn't a ten. <laughs> I mean, for the price and the years, you'd expect more. But for a twelve-year-old sherry cask finished scotch, you wouldn't expect this type of flavor to come through. And it is complex, and it is. If you were blindfolded and, you know, you had to try this next to a cognac, you couldn't even tell the difference almost. Oh, I could. I don't think so. You, I can, don't think you so. can do it to me. There's a sweetness to this that is just. It's nice. I, it's, it's, a, it, it's like the perfect amount. You don't want any more. You don't want any less. 
It, it's it's like biscuity. It's cinnamony. It's you know, there's that apricot sort of that I'm getting in it. It's uh, you get a little bit of orange zest. You get a little bit of wood. I mean, there's just so much going on there, and it finishes smooth. And very that's smooth. that's why this bottle is already almost gone. I mean, this is a this is a very solid twelve year old scotch. Yeah, I mean it's up there. I mean this is this is neck and neck. I mean I always I measure everything now against the Balvenie Twenty One, which I still think is the best scotch I've ever had. That's why I never touch it in the house because I'm afraid to bring it out here and I'll just finish, finish it. it off. But that Balvenie Twenty One, so far, that's sort of my favorite. Uh, I mean, other than the the you know all the art bags, the Corey Reckon, the Yugadal. You know, those are my favorite, but this is... But it tastes better. Well, actually, no, the Port Charlotte Heavily Peat is probably my all-time favorite scotch. Because when you brought it over, we tried it almost at room temperature. It was probably around... You're being generous, Mr. No AC. That was not room temperature. Hey, my AC's broken. Room temperature. <laughs> your set ain't broken. <laughs> it's broken. Yeah, your, your pocketbook is broken. No, it's broken. It's, actually, <laughs> it's, it's not broken. It turns on, but it just blows, it blows the same air that's in there already. So there's no reason. It actually warms up the place. I'm just afraid of what's wrong with it. That's why I don't want anybody to come over. Um, but not, not come over and, and check to see what's actually wrong with it. Uh, but, Friday, we'll be hosting parties between October and May. Yeah. Everything probably, <laughs> probably. That's why I don't, I've only had you over between June ben. and September. Please um, bring <laughs> shorts, a tank top, <laughs> and a fan that sprays water in your face. <laughs> exactly. It's not that difficult. No, but I mean, at, at the refrigerator, even, even like twenty four hours a day. Even at like you know, even at seventy degrees, it probably doesn't. But now it's cooler than seventy. It's sixty six degrees, so it's chilled a little bit on the table. It's it's had a chance to breathe just a little bit. Oh, there it is, forty three percent. I finally found it, forty two percent. But it isn't on the nose. It doesn't even give you any sort of burn whatsoever at all. But chilled and able to breathe, it tastes better this week yeah. than it did last week. And uh, well, this this is really good, Ben. Thank yeah. You. Next time I come over, we might we might have to make some of these, like this uh, old fashioned. Yeah. And I've never been a fan of old fashions. Old fashions are just kind of sweet. What I like about this old fashioned is there's no sugar added. What's a chocolate bitter? Uh, it's a bitter with chocolate. Because <laughs> I'm not. A, well, I shouldn't say I'm not a uh, Angostura bitters. I'm not a huge fan, but maybe I'm wrong. I'm sure it tastes. I'm sure it probably tastes pretty. Yeah, damn but we good. never actually make like scotch hey. cocktails or. I mean, scotch. I mean, if you're buying a scotch that's sixty, seventy, eighty dollars, you drink it just the way it is. I mean, if 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 you're getting, if you want an, a, a regular old fashioned, and you want to mix Elijah Craig with it, go right ahead because Elijah Craig is twenty two dollars. But this stuff, you drink it on its own. Yeah, and I'm warming up to the bottle too. I'm warming up to the bottle. I like the bottle now. So you're a nine. I'm a nine. You're a. Are 10. you sure you don't want to change it to a ten, Ben? No, I'm, nine's good because right. the Balvenie twenty one. That's still my ten. Yeah. And you know, in our bag, or maybe even, maybe even, uh, you can have multiple tens when we when we have the when we have the leg of wool in fifteen, which I I saw, which uh, the fifteen or, or the eighteen, because we have the sixteen is like standard. Oh yeah, the eight. I think it's an eighteen or a twenty-one. I'm really looking forward to trying that one. I just gotta find it. I'm not sure where that one is. Mm-hmm. Take out a second mortgage and buy that. Hey, one. it's Providence, Scott. You can come over here. Well, we're going to Scotland next year. I in the spring. <laughs> yeah, it's still cold. It's cold in the fucking summer. What's wrong with the spring? It's cold. I'm not. We're not cold. going there to sit on the beach. There is not a month of the year. That I we... want to sit on the beach and drink a scotch. We're going in. <laughs> we're going sometime between January and 
April. Yeah. Four day I, trip. What fifteen hundred dollars for a, for a that's like free for a four day trip it's in not, Scotland. It's not free technically because it's fifteen hundred dollars. <laughs> I'm not saying that it's a lot. I'm not saying, but it, but for a four day trip to see every distillery in Isla for fifteen hundred dollars is a bargain. I'd probably see like you one. I'd probably see one distillery and be so fucked up the next time I go to any other distillery. I'd be, I'd, well, I'd, be I'd still be getting up at noon, like you know. Well, yeah, I'd be down there having coffee and eggs because yeah. they have a free breakfast. And oh, they have a, they yeah. Have a, but, but all the meals Never are covered. up early enough to get breakfast. <laughs> but the meals are covered, too. Lunch? Yes. Yes, the meals are covered. The lunch is covered. The breakfast is covered. So that's another 30, 40 bucks, you know, on top of it every day that you, be, that you would have to be paying for. Uh-huh. So, I mean, it's actually pretty cheap. It's fairly priced. <laughs> <laughs> it's fairly priced. But, I mean, for what you get to go to Scotland, to go to Islay, to see eight or not eight distilleries or nine distilleries and get breakfast every day and get a place to sleep. That's pretty cheap. Hey, you couldn't get, you couldn't, deal. you four days in a hotel in the Valley you would get for what? 800 bucks. I wouldn't pay anything to be, but that's valley. what it would cost. Right. So you, but <laughs> there's nothing to see in the Valley, <laughs> but you could go to Isla and go to every distillery and the, and the scotch is free. Hey, that's true. And the scotch is free. Better be. So think about it. we go to Prague for four days. We're gonna buy all our own feet, all our own drinks. Hey, but Prague? Yeah, but we're buying all our own drinks. We're buying all our own food. I, we didn't spend fifteen hundred bucks though. In four, uh, in four <laughs> days with the with the hotel and the and the food. I didn't. <laughs> well, yeah, well, you didn't. That's a, that's a given. Yeah, Friday's, I'm for... Friday's like the pre- Friday's like the president of. Hey, <laughs> the room that I had though, that I got an Airbnb. Was it was a solid room? Apartment. Oh, for sure. It was a solid apartment. But Friday's like the president of, of Afghanistan. I mean, when he when he <laughs> he can't open up his butt cheeks if he goes anywhere because money falls out. Like he's got it stuffed in his yeah. stuffed in his belly button. I he's wish, got it stuffed. In, I wish he's got holes in his backyard at home. I'm like, I was looking for. Bargains. I'm gonna go over there with like a metal detector. I was looking for bargains, Ben. <laughs> Friday's going to be one of those people who's like, whatever, if he dies many, 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 many decades from now, people are going to be like running to his house because they're going to know he's got like money like in the wheel, like in the drywall. Yeah, I, I wish. <laughs> I'm turn open my drywall right now. It's going to be like the, he's like the rain man of bargains. <laughs> Eventually you have to, you have to live. I do. Because your life will be over before you know it. Yeah. $300. <laughs> because not only would be, I mean, because I, you know, obviously I want to travel next summer, uh, not just in April or May. Yeah, April and then also in the yeah, summer. That's, that's also a lot of vacation time. <laughs> <laughs> Make sure I have enough vacation time. Uh, I'm trying, folks. I'm trying. Send but us an email, send nine. us a tweet. Tell Friday that he's, you know, nine for you, Ben. He's only going to be in his thirties once, and a he's going to regret not doing it when he's oh, in his fifties. I've traveled a lot in my thirties, more <laughs> in my thirties. You're going to regret my twenties. All right, actually, I'm a, I'm a nine year and ten. Yeah. So Ben, next up on the big board. Yes. What is next up on the big board? It's Friday? our beer of the week, and I really cannot wait to try this. We have not tried this at all, just like Delmore. I mean, we tried Delmore already, so we knew what kind of what to expect. Yeah. But with this. India Pale Ale Sour IPA from Epic Brewing, bro. Can't wait to try that. Let's pour the glass. Give it a shot. Take care. All right.
right, and we are back with our beer of the week, Ben, from Epic Brewing, bro. It's a sour IPA. We've loved our sours. Obviously, we love our IPAs. And this is supposed to be the best of both worlds. Ben, I'm sure you have some information for us. I do. On this particular IPA. From beautiful Colorado. This is the tart and juicy sour IPA from Epic Brewing Company. They've combined the clean, puckering tartness of kettle souring with an abundance of juicy, citrus-driven hops to create a beer. That's the best of both worlds. Best, best of both worlds. Ah, that's tart and juicy sour IPA. Sounds like what I just said. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> right. It's exactly what you well, just I, said. I, I was. Uh, I was part of the marketing team <laughs> for, this. Uh, for Epic Brewing. But luckily, this uh, web- I, didn't t- I didn't tell you about it. <laughs> you did it along with the website in 1987. <laughs> <laughs> Look at big old like square. I like it though. I mean, it looks like you remember like those old green sort of Apple screens that they had on the, like the <laughs> Apple Two or the Apple One or whatever it was. That's what it looks like. And the font is so huge. It's like 4.5. Well, it's, it's perfect for you. <laughs> 4.5% ABV available all year. 12 ounce can and draft. <laughs> but I'm surprised that the ABV is actually. That low, four and a half percent for an IPA. I mean, IPA is te- typically six, seven, eight percent, somewhere around there. But four and a half percent—that's no. pretty low. I dig the website though. This is definitely yeah, put no, together like by it. one of the owner's kids. Yeah, yeah. Nephew, uh-huh. son, daughter, niece. <laughs> but it's easy to read. All the information is there. And uh, what else can you ask for? Oh, it's Salt Lake City, Utah. Oh. I thought it was Colorado. Wait, what does it say right here? It says Epic Brewing Company, Denver, Colorado. Here it says Epic Brewing Company, eight twenty five South State Street, Salt Lake City, Utah. Maybe, <laughs> maybe that's where their headquarters are. Huh? Uh, maybe it's a multinational. Maybe we're just yeah. not aware yeah. of this. Yeah. <laughs> Our headquarters that's are in Frankfurt. That's funny. We have Utah on the website. Okay, okay. Yeah, on the can. It doesn't say that. <laughs> well, Denver, Interesting. Colorado. All right, then. All right. It's got a beautiful 70s-style logo. Yeah, beautiful. Looks like the old Portland Trail Bear, uh, Trailblazers it's logo. It's not old. It's still current. It's, well, it's true. That's true. <laughs> That's true. And so is their record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cheers, Ben. Let's give this a shot. Let's give it a sniff. And the color is a beautiful, hazy, dark... Oh, wow. Let me say that. Oh, is. Wow, it's, wow. A, uh, it's a hazy amber gold. Gold. A little bit of brownishness in there. That is heavenly. But the nose. The nose yeah, is the heavenly. The nose is actually beautiful. It's like citrusy, hoppy, but it's not overly hoppy. Yeah, it's, 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 a, not, it's like a nice mixture of the two. Yeah. It's got a citrus. It's got a hop, but not too bitter. It's got a little sweetness. It's got a little sourness on the nose. Yeah, but I love the haziness to it. The haziness to it is. Oh, but that nose is. is that's heavenly. Mm-hmm. I mean, that is the nose of a beer that you want to drink. That nose is mm. is spot on. Wow. Uh, that nose is nice. It is really good. It's thick. It looks thick. It poured out thick. Head, not so much. But the beer itself, you just mix it in your glass and you see the thickness in there. Oh, wow. That is. But cheers, Ben. Let's give it a shot. I mean, I'm, I'm just. I just, I just want to smell wanted, it. I just want to taste it now i mean that that nose is delicious bang it's good that's good stuff right there it's got more sour than ipa more sour than bitter but it has the nice hoppiness on the sweetness hoppy bitter on the finish little bit of 
just a little bit of spice in there, almost, somewhere. Yeah, that's a very refreshing IPA, though. Oh, wow, that's nice. A little bit more carbonation, maybe. Yeah, if there was a little bit more, it'd be better. But, I mean, just the flavors coming through, that's a very interesting style of beer. Yeah, you take a sour. This... It is really a sour IPA. I, did, I mean, there's way more sour than I thought there would be. I mean, you get the hoppy notes on the finish, but wow. that sour, I mean, it has like the right amount of sour just so it doesn't, it doesn't completely hide the hoppiness. It doesn't take over the entire beer. Interesting. I know. It's like you just want to come back for more. It's almost like a sweet tart with a little bit of sour with a little bit mm-hmm. of, you know, micro IPA. But that is really, really yeah. nice. It's just different. I mean, I've, I've never, I don't know if I've ever had anything. I mean, obviously, we've had our, sours we've pilsners, had our right? sour, sours on the show. Um, and, and they were, they were refreshing. They were lip smacking. They were more sweet. Whereas I like this one on the finish. It has that nice hoppy, citrusy, bitter note at the end. So it's like sour on the front, hoppy, bitter on the end, but no, neither one of them overpowers the other. It's like the right amount of sour, right amount, right amount of bitter on the end and there's you know not a lot of sweetness the nose is delicious i mean there's it has a nice mouth feel it's nice it's thick i wish it had a little bit more carbonation wish it had a little bit more carbonation yeah i agree i agree i mean it's it's and it's nice and and uh it's deep and robust and bountiful on the in the mouth and in the glass I mean, it's got a, I mean, like Franny said, the, the mouthfeel, it's a nice, thick, mm-hmm. robust, fresh, tastes fresh. Well, it's from Utah, Colorado. <laughs> yeah, I mean, <laughs> it was a, it was, it was hard. It was a collaboration yeah, it was between hard. the two. I mean, it, I mean, it was hard States. setting it up. I mean, it was, it was difficult because, you know, there were, there were Catholics, there were Mormons. They didn't quite know where to set it up. And, you know, so they split the baby. They make it in Colorado, headquartered in Utah. That's what we're guessing. <laughs> I have no idea whether there's Catholics in Utah or in I, Colorado. I have no, I have idea. no idea. Christians probably. But um, the color is beautiful. The nose is, I mean, it smells delicious. It's, it's outstanding. And it tastes different from anything that we've had. I mean, just, just the fact that it is both hoppy and sour. I mean, it's refreshing it has a crispness to it. It really does. Um, and I think the reason is also because the the alcohol content is lower than what you would get from regular IPA. So it's not really I hitting you want a little bit more with that extra sort of, you know, just a little bit that alcohol. More. You know, yeah. it's like it's, it's like it's, it's soft but thick. I mean, it's just it's an interesting beer. Yeah, and it doesn't bite you like was, a, like a was, typical IPA will sort of bite you, which I like too. Yeah, and it was rated fresh. ninety-seven on the shelf. Uh, I don't doubt it. I mean, they've got. Let's see what they've got. They've got a lager, a Citra Lush. Ooh, interesting. Citra Lush Pale Ale, and Escape to Colorado IPA. I think they might want to change their website. <laughs> uh Feel the beet tangerine IPA. That looks good. They have a cream ale. Oh, they got coconut. a coconut IPA. That we've never had anything like that. <laughs> no, 
That looks interesting. I don't know if they had it at Total Wine. Not sure if they have it. They at got Total a Wine. lemon bomb, tart and juicy. Mm-hmm. They got a sour. See, they're on the cutting edge because they know sours are coming mm-hmm. to displace the IPAs, mm-hmm. but they're mixing them and moving in. Yep. They got a tropical tart and juicy IPA. This actually looks like a pretty. They got a pecan peanut butter cup. Okay, interesting. They got sour and wild. They got the epic brewing. The one that we, they have an oak orchard. They uh, oak oak and orchard pinot. Are these wines? What are these? That's pretty interesting. They've got they've got a a a large portfolio actually. Yeah, sorry, Jared. I don't want to criticize your website. This it's is pretty good. Epic, bro. This is actually a nice brewery right here. Mm-hmm. A I, lot of different. I think we might have to try something flavors else from these. Folks. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, I mean, a pecan pie. I mean, that's pretty interesting. Peanut butter cup. Wow. Yeah, it almost sounds like the, the like the oatmeal stouts and the other things from uh, Samuel Smith that uh, they make. Samuel Adams. Sam Smith. Samuel Smith. <laughs> <laughs> they make the oatmeal stout. They make a bunch of different stouts. Uh, Big Bad Baptist. Mm. They got a pecan pie. They got a peanut butter cup. A six tuple barrel. Interesting. Okay, let's see what they have at Total Wine. I don't know. Or somewhere else. Wow. But look at these. I mean, I like this lemon bomb, tart and juicy. I like this. Tr- well, I like the lemon bomb. The, the tropical, I could probably pass the, I, on that. I mean, I would like to try a lot of different beers. A little, I mean, they have a lot of interesting offerings. Wow. Rocky Mountain Chai Cream Ale. That looks interesting. I'm just yeah. interesting. Uh, I mean, they're serving like, in a Starbucks, I think. Those. <laughs> <laughs> just, I mean, it's it's like those interesting flavors that you wouldn't usually get with a beer. It seems like they have all of them. And uh, I mean, this one, just, you know, just tasting this one, I'm very interested in trying some of their other offerings because this is really good. Ben, where would you rate this on our Thurston Goal rating scale of beers? I'm going to give it a, I'm going to give it a nine. Yeah. Yeah. See, I was, gonna, I was thinking a nine. Also, it lacks a little bit of carbonation. The carbonation. That's it. The carbonation is lacking. If you add a little bit more carbonation, you get that little bit of extra pinch going down the throat. That's the only thing it's missing, but the nose is great. The flavor is great. The color is great. I mean, there's a lot of good things about this beer. And we're about to make a beer, Franny. We are. An IPA of some sort, I'm sure. And the, Yeah, <laughs> of some sort. Do you have any plans yeah. for our next beer? Uh, I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but early September, we will brew a new beer. We just need to finish up our old beers. <laughs> yeah, we, we have, have a, a lot of the old, I think we have maybe 24 left. Yeah. Maybe 24 bottles left. Maybe just under 24 bottles left. Yeah, of I should old be one. drinking those after work. Yeah. I should probably take some with me. But I got the Del Mar. But I don't drink that much beer away from the podcast. I mean, this is the only beer really. I, I, with the I, arm away from the podcast. I mean, I, I usually just sample a beer. I, I fly out to the East Coast every night after the podcast. I do, I do. Away yeah. from the podcast. Once I drag myself away from the microphone. I have a hover, I, I have a hover car that I, uh, is able to travel. I have a private jet that I uh, I drive over to on uh, UberX. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm there's gonna actually finish, not, I'm gonna there's not much more. I mean, you have, you, there's a couple other cans left and, um, you know, but it's, it's a very interesting beer that has a very, uh, unique flavor. Very good. Oh, it's nice. All right, Franny, you give it a nine. Mm-hmm. I give it a nine. Mm-hmm. What's next up on the big board? Next up on the big board, Ben, is our housekeeping to finish up the show. Oh, you don't say. That's a sad, sad time of the show. We are a show about football, fun, 
friends whiskey and beer reviews please head to our website at thirstygold.buzzsprout.com from there you can subscribe and listen to all of our past episodes all 138 of them you can check out our show notes and get links to all the stories that we cover all the browns the bourbons the scotches the cognacs and the rise that we review you get links to all the podcatchers in the universe download the show directly from there or on any podcatcher that you use, you can leave us a review. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, on Spotify, on CastBox, CastBox. <laughs> wherever you listen. How many stars? Five stars, Ben. Of course, five stars. Just leave us a five-star review. Is that so hard to just, you're on Twitter all day, you're on Instagram all day. Just take one second away from that. We are highly rated. Highly rated. Higher than Tom Brady. Oh, wait. I mean, <laughs> higher than definitely higher than, than Ben Roethlisberger. For sure. <laughs> Absolutely. You can email us at podcastthirstygoal at gmail.com. You can follow us on my mediocre Twitter account That's at GoalThirst. That's way better. Ben posts everything. And on Fr- Frane's, yeah, if you have advice for me on how I can get Frane to post more on Instagram without pissing him off, I would be happy to hear. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, 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 I was thinking, like, oh, I'm going to do it today. I may just have to text like, him every day. Did you my post lunch, that? Did my you post lunch that? period just, like, passes by, and I don't post anything at lunch. <laughs> on Friday's amazing Instagram account, uh, albeit sporadic, at Thirstand, and check out. I all posted the a beer from like six weeks ago. <laughs> but what, what would be effective if I text you like every day? Because I'm thinking like, okay, now I feel like I'm like 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 my like my boss. Like, did you do that? Did you do that? Did you do that? Yeah, if I got more likes, then I probably would. But there's not enough likes. Like us, people. Well, if you just, post just, more, you'll get more likes. Heart us. If you post more, you'll maybe, get more likes. Maybe I guess so. Yeah, I get no likes on Twitter, and yeah, I still post. I like. I like it. Sure. <laughs> Nobody. Twitter's like a cesspool of shit. So at least, oh, yeah. at least on it, you have the opportunity because you run the Instagram. Instagram is still. A, <laughs> I run it. <laughs> it's, still, <laughs> it's, it's my full time job running our Instagram. <laughs> but you know what I mean. Like Instagram is still a place where there's still like, you know, puppies and dogs. Sleeping together and cuddling and like Twitter's just like I hate you. No, I hate you. I hate you more. I caught you. I caught you. Fuck you. No, fuck you more. I mean, Twitter is just a garbage dump. But Instagram still has. Well, Instagram's also a garbage dump too. But at least there's like like little. Actually, people. all social media is a garbage dump. Like <laughs> Completely people are just, a garbage dump. Like people are just trying to show other people like, hey, look at how great my life is. But then off of Instagram, they're all depressed. They're all depressed. They're like I yeah. caught you. I caught you. <laughs> Wait, you like did it's, you? It's you the cure? life. Instagram is the life you wish you lived, but you do not. Yeah, exactly. That's basically what Instagram is. And Twitter's like, did you cure? You cured cancer? <laughs> but I heard you said something fucked up last week, so cancel you. Yeah. I don't care about the five billion people you saved. Fuck you. Yeah. That's essentially Twitter in a nutshell. Yeah. I caught you. I caught you. I I noticed what you wrote down in 2015. Wait, did you get did you get the host Jeopardy? Let me find if you said some fucked up shit 20 years ago cuz you ain't going to be hosting On no MySpace. fucking Jeopardy. I don't even know what was said. I I saw that. I don't even know what the guy said. Uh which um, I don't even want to know. I'm not even going to I mean I'm like I don't even know what he said. I'm not even going to say. But it seems like, you know, people go way back. Like people don't change. Like I saw like, Ian Rappaport say, "Hire yourself. Fire yeah. yourself." I'm like Fuck you. Like Jimmy Kimmel. Jimmy Kimmel literally, like, he did a skit where he did blackface. Like, he yeah, was, like 20 years ago. Like, or but 15 still, years ago or something like that. Like, but, but he, there's a, I mean, it's, it's, it was yeah. a skit that he did. Yeah, but he's, but he makes money. <laughs> but it's like, <laughs> it's, it's different when you make so, money. I, Tom I Brady guess, could yeah. literally fuck a horse <laughs> on national television 
<laughs> and he'd be like, well, you know, Tom Brady's. Yeah. It, 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 the horse wanted it. <laughs> like it was, that, it was consensual. It's, it's if you're nobody, they can fuck you. I guess. But, but yeah, though the guy that the guy that was named the host was also like one of the producers or one of the executive producers on the show. So he had some say into who got hired yeah. on the show. Yeah. But, but the ratings were the best. Like his ratings were better than everybody else's ratings. I know LeVar Burton's was on during the Olympics. But nobody watched the Olympics. Well, LeVar Burton, just LeVar Burton in general, just, I mean, just what he's done in the past, I would definitely have LeVar Burton as the host of Jeopardy because there's a lot of people my age who kind of grew up with with LeVar Burton and some people that are my age, maybe slightly older than myself, who, you know, know, I mean, uh, he had his time with Reading Rainbow and he also did his time with Star Trek yeah, right. he's, he's a pretty... Uh, he's just... He's until a, next week when we find out that he said, like, one offensive thing 25 years yeah, ago. Yeah, exactly. I mean, that probably wasn't even that offensive, but it's just as offensive as one of those team names, like uh, the Independence. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like, whoa, whoa, we can find offense to that Wait, did somehow. You, did you grow as a person? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. No. Like, no. No. We yeah. can't. No. We what? can't have that. <laughs> Did you say some bad stuff before, yeah. and now you learn from it? You can't learn from it. You don't. You understand? You're bad. <laughs> Who you were in your eighteen? Like what, that's all there is. From the time you were eighteen <laughs> to thirty in that time frame, whatever you said back then, I don't care that you're fifty years old now, and that you've, you're older and you're more mature. I don't care. Yeah. But you know, you're the same exact person. No, that's not the way things work. But in today's culture. Yeah, unless you have a unless you have a direct line from China to the United States, then yeah. you're, you know, and like, I'm sure people will, John Cena. I'm right? sure we would be attacked and be like, "How dare you defend people <laughs> in their early teens and twenties who may have changed their whole perspective on life later?" Yeah, <laughs> like exactly. Those people are hypocrites. <laughs> it's like, well, I mean, I just, I mean, uh, I heard there was some like genocide going on over there. Wait, wait, is China? Wait, I can't say that. Wait, hold, wait. All right, let me get on my Twitter. Let me. Get, <laughs> like, you, you got lose. John Cena and like LeBron James. Like, no, I love China. China's great. I can't. I can't say good things about that. I mean, it's, I mean, that, that's the guy. That's where it just gets so ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. You just can't please everybody these days. Well, but you. Can, I mean, if you're gonna if you're gonna like stick to your guns, then stick to your gun. Because even the, those people that uh, attack others act like they were perfect their entire life. I'm sure if we could go back. To their whatever text messages to their friends, and I mean, I don't want to see that shit because that's you know that's be- that's personal stuff. But I mean, that's the kind of stuff they attack, and those people I'm sure are very imperfect, and they're doing it because they're insecure about themselves already, and so they have to make somebody else look bad because they don't want to look bad. Yeah, and everybody just thinks everybody else is perfect. Like you so, think you're perfect. You you don't get your text messages or your like when the when the you know, when the red light goes off on the camera and then the real conversation, that's why I love to listen to like the real conversations. Like whenever the real conversations come out, like after the camera goes off and somebody records it, mm-hmm. like, yeah, though that's the real, that's a fucking real human being right there. I know you didn't like what they said, but that's the real person. Yeah. Ben was very real when he said, fire everybody from the Steelers <laughs> now after yeah. going 11 and 0. Uh, no, Mike Tomlin, you stay. You fire, stay. You stay. fire every single person. You know, just get them out of the league completely. But uh, that's not really Ben. That's not really Ben. I mean, because now he's high on on the Steelers Always once high again. On the Steelers, yeah, before the season. <laughs> yeah. But Whereas I'm just like fire everybody all the time. Yeah, probably just like ah, fucking defense, <laughs> fucking shut out, <laughs> fucking preseason. 
I know you said preseason. Fire them all, everybody. Get Sirianni out of here. Until they're like five and zero, you were like, oh, I think this might be something. Fuck Sirianni. <laughs> fuck the new offensive coordinator. Fuck the new defensive coordinator. <laughs> Bring Jim Schwartz back. That's just who I am. All where's no, Jim no, Schwartz? No, 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 no. Fuck Jim Schwartz too. <laughs> where's no, the, Where's uh, Don, Don Jim, Peterson? What's his name? Should have uh, got rid of Jim Schwartz like after the Super Bowl. <laughs> but can we? Just, my advice: just chill out. Get yeah. to know people, and decide that we all we're all fucked up. You're fucked up. Your friends are fucked up. Your family members are fucked up. Just get along and stop looking for, you know, the, some reason to hate all somebody. The negativity. You know, it's like I was. You know, it's just. But when money's involved, a lot of money's involved. Yeah, but it's funny, like how far people will dig. Like he said this when he was twelve years old. I don't care that he's fifty-two <laughs> now. But when he was twelve, when he was twelve, you can't get that job at that newspaper because you said when you were thirteen you had a question about something, and you can't have a question about something. <laughs> you were opposed to Jimmy Carter <laughs> back in nineteen eighty-one. I don't care what you're thinking in twenty twenty-one, but back in nineteen eighty-one, what you said about Jimmy Carter? Yes, that was that was yes. offensive. Yes. I don't want to get out of Afghanistan. <laughs> <laughs> It's the best president ever because he's going to get out of Afghanistan next year. It's like this. Now this president is the worst ever because he did what we thought the other president should do. Yeah. It's just <laughs> like, it's like, wait, didn't you want this to happen? Wait. Okay. I, I, I'm just trying to figure out like, okay, so it wasn't exactly how you wanted it to be. So, cause the other guy would have done it perfectly. Like, geez, Louise. Yeah. Geez, Louise. Jeez. Gosh, darn it. Well, Ben, <laughs> Uh, next up on the big board is our housekeeping. I think I heard you said the did housekeeping. You do, oh, you did the housekeeping. We just went on this long run. Okay, well, anyways, anyway. Uh, but take, I think it's a helpful thing that for people to yeah, just take care, ben. Get, get, get along with each other and stop worrying about like the, the most offensive or the least offensive thing somebody did 20 years ago. It's your family. It's your friends. It's Well, if it's celebrities, who gives a shit? But it's your family and your friends. Why are you fighting with people over dumb shit? Or over shit that you think is serious, but they think it's yeah. It just it it blows me away how angry everybody is all the time. I know, yeah. I'm well, not ben, angry all any of the time. Not anymore. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> Except for, did you send me the pictures? <laughs> did, you, <laughs> did you send? Well, me the... you would, yeah. Did you post anything? Did you post anything tonight? Let me say. <laughs> not let me, yet. Let me, let me no, check. Let me check. We went straight into the podcast. I haven't posted anything oh. yet. So when I'm anything, working on the agenda, then and I'm getting I will, the agenda ready, post, yeah. and I'm doing all of that, yeah, and I'm then. making sure it's updated. Exactly. In other words, like Ben, you do that, and then I'll, I'll if I can't do it during that tight time frame when we're together, fuck you, because I'm not going to do it. Cause exactly. Because I'm, I'm watching Premier League, or I'm watching like the Bundesliga, or I'm watching like curling. From 10 years ago, because it was an amazing event at the Lake Placid Olympics when the Canadians beat the Norwegians. I, I, I think we're pretty far into this podcast, Ben. I think yeah. it's time to finish up. All right. All right, Franny. Anything else to add before we finish up? Uh, nothing else to add except thank you for listening this far into the <laughs> podcast. And everybody out there, take care. Yes. <laughs> take care. We'll see you next week. Bye.